Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello there, everybody. Sunsfan here with Cinderman. This is AUI 2000, if you don't recognize him. Uh, this is episode 107 of We Say Things, sponsored by somebody new, actually, esports.gg. Uh, it's a really cool website. You should check it out. There's going to be a link under the stream, as well as in the YouTube description of an article. Cinder and I put a lot of effort into a very important tier list that we created for the voice lines. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you should check out esports.gg or follow them on Twitter at... I, I can't believe they got this handle. It's just esports. That's that's pretty cool. They work with Jenkins and Cap and maybe some more uh, cool names. That, I signed with them today. Okay, I didn't know if I was allowed to say that. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> but they're also covering the Animator and they have a I lot of cool articles. Contacts. They can't. They can't do it. <laughs> you already signed it. it. <laughs> All right, so... Check them out. Thank you for sponsoring this episode, as always. Uh, but yeah, let's get started. Okay, so uh, let me just again. It's Your employers and chat. You can yeah. say it. Can say it. <laughs> it's a bit scuffed because we're on I the like same couch. He says I'm too low, but you guys are just loud. <laughs> yeah, you need to be louder. I need to scream. Be, I don't. We don't need to be quieter. You need to be louder. That's oh. right. Do you have and water? also, Rich... you have water for your guests. Is this a? Uh, no, I I just opened this and drank okay, from it, which fine. is not COVID friendly. You're going to have to do without water for a couple hours now. This is very COVID-friendly otherwise. Uh, Richard Campbell's on the other side of this wall as well, so he might get angry. We'll see about how loud we're going to be. Great if he starts yelling. <laughs> okay, so let's get started with our patron shout-outs before we actually begin. And AUI said that he would actually read these off. No, I didn't. Which is going to yes, be he did. hilarious. As his first uh, part of joining Esports GG, uh, AUI will actually be reading out the patron shout-outs. Yeah, do it. I, I can't. This is part of your obligation. <laughs> you can put your face up to the monitor. Now you're also now you don't have to be so loud because wait, what is it? The Suns won because Cinderin was watching. Is True. that a Patreon support? Like yes, that's this guy's name. name is literally four sentences. Yes. All right, the guy in the chair, <laughs> mistake busted condom Johnson, Lucas Franco, Commander Donut, finding my life's purpose stapled to the underside of Gabe Newell's ball sack. <laughs> Trying to think of something as He's clever not. as last week's name. I can't get enough of you guys at the major. You guys are the GOAT. I, or the GOAT duo. I pray to Gavin that you get invited to TI. Right. Thank I, you, Howie. I am only nice. able to climax if Sunshine is beating Cinder. Berating. I thought this was a beating. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy's got the secret formula. Not this tournament. Sons fan, my girlfriend found out about this membership, so now it must end. I am sad and unhappy. Please read Wizard's First Rule by Shakar. <laughs> We're back to normal. Yeah. Uh, playing against Wyvern on lane is so shitty. His second spell should be called Sphincter Blast. I didn't. Jenkins subscribes to you guys. That's super fun. <laughs> the Mega Pope. Any major wager can 
I don't know how to say that word. Assange? Assage? Assange? Assange? What? This actually right? This word. Like, I've read it before, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, how to say I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Assage. I, I assume it's supposed to be like assage because it's wager, right? Assage her labor, danger in favor of lasers. T. Lindsay. T.I. in New Zealand. Oh, T.I. in New Zealand. You're very smart. Thank you. Shannon thought it was tins first episode, <laughs> so you did right. better. That's true. That's kind of true. Zan Xavier. <laughs> Nate, Nate Fickle 01 has both supports the Suns and thinks that all Lakers fans should go suck it. Cough, cough, pop tart. Bacon is offended. Sindarin doesn't want to support my work. Maybe he ju- just needs to find adult friends. In Dota's lore, Chen was passionately fucked by Batrider. <laughs> Voidsmere found out, so he ported half of his dagger dick to assist. Sponsored episode. <laughs> Shark TM. Storming Volve HQ if both of you aren't invited to TI. Very American. Novi Panda. Dop underscore. Look, Ben Broomhead is very lazy. Changing his nickname at every week is a lot of effort. He tries his best-ish. Nah. You read that one. <laughs> pitch black. Yeah, just pitch black. Okay. Pitch black. Well, he's missing letters. Pitch black. Wooden aftertaste. Duntalk. Anonymous. Sunsfan and Cinderin's power couple name is Sinsfan or Sunderin. Peter... Yeah, Fresh Crest Chak. Ch- I don't know. That's a Peter Krishatik? Krishatik? Or something like street that. Street is the shortest main street in the world. Nibling. Ronnie Keel. This is hard to read. I feel like this should be bigger. I, I can't make it bigger. <laughs> that's, I apologize. That's on you. I know. Penta Dirk loves all the Pog players. Penta Dirk. Good effort. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Abe. Good. Are we done with the show? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for coming up. <laughs> can I actually go get some water? Yes. I go. can get you a bottle too. Go get water. some water. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Because okay, I'm. We're going to pause and then come back. Sorry. All right. As we watch AUI drink very passionately from this bottle. Uh, okay, so we're gonna start with "Don't look at my monitor." Okay, I, you looked at it as I said. I don't. don't look, I can't read. I have my. <laughs> I have my laptop here for the rapid fire initiative. Why don't you like turn it a bit away from me? <laughs> because there's no space. Well, All right. if you go like this. All right, that's fine. All right, so I'm gonna it's give so you. Smart. I'm gonna say two things. Do you want to do a podcast together? I do. Yeah. I'm gonna. Say, you know, the podcast can be really long if you guys keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't mind. I'm gonna say two things, and you pick one. It's really fast, rapid fire. Okay. okay? Ranked or unranked? Unranked. Visage or coddle? Visage. Netflix and chill or degenerate Dota? Degenerate Dota. Cake or pie? Pie. Okay. You've passed. Well done, AUI. Did he pass with that? Yeah, he passed. Oh. He got, what, what he got passing three, grade? Did he get three out of four right? He got all of them right. I mean, I would, if he picked Visage, he would have gotten it wrong. Don't you want people to pick cake? Wait, what did you say? He's a pie. pie. All right, he lost. <laughs> All right, I missed that one. You just assume. What yeah, are we? What are we? What's the right answer? It's what you like. Uh, yeah, it's oh, okay. cake. Yeah. Always. All right, Sinner. All this the is other your... ones don't matter. It's literally about cake or pie, and you pick. This is oh. your segment, Sinner. Mm-hmm. Tell me what this is. All right. So when I was going here, Susie was like, 
you and Suns fans should get each other something from your own countries to try. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to suggest that to him because, like, what would he get me that's American that I haven't already tried? So she was like, you should definitely, fat. you should get him something Danish. I was like, what's Danish? And we ended up getting you some Danish chocolates, mm. which are, this is a very basic Danish chocolate from the supermarket, but they're a little bit different to what you usually have probably. So I'll try to show it to the camera here. So these... As you can tell, it's 10 mini skilpella, which means turtles. So it's little turtle chocolates, and they're filled with a rum cream and caramel. Oh. Uh, which I think you would like. And now since AUI is part of this episode, he can also go and try it. Actually, maybe you guys just munch on these the whole episode whenever you want. There's five for each. I'll and have give one. me your rating. Okay. So I have to eat one? You, you don't, don't have, have to. to if you don't want to, don't I'll try it. one. Mm. Okay, you're rating it from one being terrible and five being... Let's Snickers. Let's Are you supposed to let them melt or you supposed to chew it? Whatever you like. Just eat them normally. <laughs> okay, so one is terrible and five is, this is exceptionally good value for, I think this tray was like three bucks. I feel like I've had this before. You've had something similar before? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. good. There's like a four. Very good. Four. Yeah, I like it. If I like chocolate, it would be good. Oh. <laughs> Are you allergic? He's not allergic. No, but I don't like chocolate. <laughs> Alright. You don't like chocolate. I don't mind like dark chocolate, but I don't like... It's... This is not... This is not milk chocolate though, is it? I think it's dark chocolate. Is it really? I think so. Isn't it? I think it's dark chocolate. It's delicious. So thank you, Susie. We really appreciate dark it. Dark chocolate. But it's not very dark. dark. It's like... Yeah. It, it was, it was it's pretty good, lighter Honestly, for chocolate, that was quite nice. Okay. Do you like yeah. the filling? Yeah, it's rum. It's alcohol. It's a little rum taste and then the caramel. I that is good. that is a little Danish thingy. Which I feel like not, I've had the exact same thing before. You probably know. have. Like, I, I'm not going to say it's a Danish same. invention or whatever. We just have these in Canada. It's a little bit limited what you can yeah, take with them, you. They call them hedgehogs instead of turtles. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Or a little bit limited in what, first of all, in my Wait, imagination, is rum, very limited. Rum and hazelnut? Rum and uh, caramel. Yeah. Oh, okay, so they're probably a bit different, but... So. A little bit limited in terms of, first of all, my imagination, and secondly, bringing food to here and having it able to last for when we're doing an episode or whatever. But we brought something. If you want one more, you take another one. Delicious. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Okay, so with that, let's get started with the episode, AUI. We're going we're gonna to grill you on some very personal questions here. Mm -hmm. Can you tell everybody who the hell you are for those that don't know? Oh, like, oh, hi, my name is Curtis Ling. I go by the gamer handle AUI underscore 2000. Okay. I play Dota 2 and I suffer. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You've chose the perfect game. Yes. If you do suffer because of Dota 2 or do you yes. suffer in general and play Dota? Well, both, but oh. more because of Dota. Good. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's, that's great. like everyone else. Excellent. Uh, okay. So can you talk to us about your early life? You know, jobs, school, what, like before you got into Dota, perhaps, like what did you do with your life at that point? Anything, um, anything interesting? Well, I'm Asian, so I went to school. Mm. No, my parents... Well, speak <laughs> up now. Speak up now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I played a lot of sports as a kid, actually. I played really? uh, soccer since I was like six years old. I used to, I like tried like every sport. I did like a few years in like, like baseball... Really? Like some oh. street hockey, like roller hockey, mm -hmm. a, a lot of skating. And then I played like Ultimate, I guess, but mostly like oh, I just... Ultimate. Yeah. I want to play Ultimate. The hell is uh, Ultimate? Frisbee. Oh, Ultimate it's, Frisbee. Yeah. yeah. People just call it Ultimate. Yes. 
Well, Ultimate Frisbee is really long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mostly just went to school. I worked in high school, I guess. Doing what? Uh, so I worked in a preschool as a janitor, mm-hmm. and then I worked at a supermarket as like a you stock the shelves and stuff. Sometimes you work cashier if they're short. Did you? Is there any part of you that liked it? Of course not. Does it fuel you in any way? Not anymore. No? Well, it's like... It was just... I guess maybe, because it was really just boring. It's not like it's a bad job. It wasn't hard. But I wouldn't want to do it again. Right. Because for me, like... I brought this up before. Tech support back in the day, it was so miserable that it motivates me to do stuff in esports so that I don't have to... Like, I'm not complacent a lot of the time because of it, you know? Yeah, I mean... I feel like if I was closer to having to go back to that, then maybe it would. Mm. But I feel pretty comfortable right now. So. Okay. All right. Talk to me about your gaming. Did you play games before the old dotes? Yeah. So the first game I played was, uh, like, the first computer game was Broodwar, StarCraft Broodwar. Yeah. Oh. That was uh, a classic. First game. Yeah. I was like six or seven. Oh, that's an easy game to start out with. Yeah. Uh, I mostly, honestly, when I was a kid, I really liked watching my friends play. I played some, like, Smash Bros. Melee. I really liked that game as a kid. And I didn't play a lot of games. Like, I didn't play a large variety of games. I just played, like, StarCraft, and then I played Melee, and I played Dota 1, and I played StarCraft 2. And I was like, so and I Root Root did you just play like 1v1 ladders and stuff? Or, no, I, I played BGH. That's all I did. No, I played a lot of custom games <laughs> in it. There was like this mm. this uh, custom game genre called like Lord of the Rings style. Oh, that and those familiar. games were yeah. super good. Mm. Like if someone wants to make a lot of money, if you make a game in that genre, like they're super fun. I know like Universe played it a lot too when he was a younger and we like both agree like if they came out with a game for it we just stopped playing dota i mean he did that <laughs> really? independently but those games are super hmm. like they were just super technical and fun and teamworky the only lord of the rings map i remember from warcraft 3 was risk there's a lord of the rings risk i think so i mean there probably was i just like don't set, remember it i feel like it was like set in yeah i'm pretty sure yeah so <clears throat> Or there's a bunch. There's like Siege of Gondor. It was like the noob one. It's sort of like APEM for Dota. And then you had like these more intricate ones that are based on like Wheel of Time or like I don't know, like Greek mythology and stuff. They were super cool, right. honestly. So what, like, what was the objective of those maps? Um, so basically there were, you had spawners which spawned units for you. And you had a set of heroes. And in Brood War, there was this unit called an Arbiter who had a recall spell where you could like move any unit from anyone on the map to you. So it was a lot of, like, you would send your heroes and armies to certain places around the map to try to kill each other's spawners or, like, capital buildings. Mm-hmm. And then um, you could just recall to get them back. It, it's honestly a lot like Dota in, like, terms of, like, map control. Mm-hmm. And you'd have, like, different factions, and you would try to work together. Like, a lot of maps are, like, six versus two. And, like, they're two bad guys. But oh. all the good guys are, like, a lot smaller and weaker. And they could, like, systematically kill each good guy. But then, you know, the multitasking strain. And no one was actually good at games back then. Right. There are some really cool mechanics in there. And, like, it was a good game. I, I love, like, the... Like, so many gamers that, myself included, we go back to, like, these StarCraft mods or WarCraft mods because the tools that Blizzard gave you 
anybody could make stuff. Like, I made stuff, and I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, same. Like, if, for Dota, that is not the case, right? I, I've never even tried to look. Well, I can tell you from experience, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, that opens up so much more... Like, imagine being able to create a game that's actually... Like, it may not be good, but the idea behind it is solid and can be actually expanded upon, and you don't need any programming experience, you know? Like, that was such a huge benefit for those games. And it I just, mean, it developed, so like, many... so many genres, right? Yeah. Like, Dota itself, of course. But yeah, even, exactly. like, Auto Chess, like, that was just Pokemon defense. That's right, that's right. Like, there's a lot of games like that. Honestly, like, that's the biggest uh, pile of gems out there. They just unpolished these... Starcraft Brood War games or Warcraft 3 customs, like someone's gonna make a lot of money in the future just developing those. Yep, agreed. Okay, let's move on. So you said you played Dota 1 in what capacity? Did you just, <laughs> were you just pubbing it? No, uh, I, I played a lot of Dota 1. I started in like, I think 10th grade. And I played those like pub leagues. Like I got first in a THR in Dota Cash. Oh, THR, yeah. man. I was first on the leaderboards for those. I never really played competitive because. Like, if you guys think the pro team now is, like, exclusive and shut in, like, you could not break in back then. Yeah. Unless, like, the in-house leagues, the atmosphere is just awful, honestly. Like, if you weren't known, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... So who was gatekeeping you? Who <laughs> yeah. was the demon? <laughs> no, I think there's a game I played against Jubei and Ix Mike, and they just, like, flamed me and... Back in Dota 1? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they like, played Dota 1. Yeah, it was, um, the... I don't remember what the league was called, but like I wanted to play carry, they just wouldn't let me. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not playing this in house league. I mean, they didn't really like flame me bad or anything. It was just like, what's even the point? Like you have to mm-hmm. like suck up to people just to play a video game. And it was right. just a video game back then, right? Right. Yeah, people forget how. I mean, back then the scene was so underdeveloped, not just for Dota, but literally every game. It's just night and day the difference now. No, those people played back then. The only like. I'm trying to remember what American players were famous back then, like right? Merlini, so Demon, Merlini, Demon Fear. Uh, then there was this guy. Was it Chu? Chu was a Han. I think he was a Han. He went Han from Dota, I think. Oh, I, I think Chu was really promising in Dota. Yeah. And there was one more guy. Oh, I can't remember this guy's name. Uh, he played for Czech Six, I think. I actually think I know him. I know what's about his name, too. Something with Magic, was it? Uh, that sounds uh, right. Anyway, anywho, yeah. Okay, so Dota One, you you playing in THR in house leagues and all that stuff, but you don't really play competitively. Lost it, Magic. Dota Lost Two it. is announced. Take me through your early stages of Dota Two. Um, I didn't play Dota Two when it came out. I uh, did I, you not get a beta key? Um, I don't remember. I think I might have had a key, but I just didn't play because I was playing StarCraft. Mm-hmm. I was playing StarCraft Two. But at some point, like, I, StarCraft 2, I think, became a really bad game because I don't like how Blizzard approaches their games. And then I started playing Dota 2 because I really like Dota 1. It's, like, by far my favorite game I've played. And uh, basically, like, a month after playing Dota 2, like, I got invited to a team with, like, Tides of Time. Or he, time. yeah, he brought me into a team. I played Dota 1 with him. It's like funny my, that he's known for, like, Hearthstone and yeah, card yeah. games now, but he started in Dota. But we, we, like, our competitive foray in Dota 1 was with him. Like, we actually, we had, like, a team. Do you know MJW? He played on, like, Complexity? Yeah. Yeah, anyways, we played a bunch, like, a group of us like that, and, like, we beat all the NA people. Mm. We actually, like, there was a, a tournament called Sex, S-E-C-S. I cast that one in Dota yeah. 1. And we... With Mad Mortigan. We beat everyone in that tournament for a couple of weeks like, until, like, 
Because like in one week there was like a five hundred dollar prize pool, and that was like the biggest prize pool in Dota one history mm. or some shit. So we played against like fucking like Puffy and like the entire like team, and I had to go work, so I couldn't play in the finals. Oh, but uh, we had to have um, actually it's Fear's wife now. She That's had to right. stand in for us. That's right. Yeah. Or t- yeah, I don't want to mention our team name actually, but <laughs> why? Because it's what like weird it? history. Okay. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All right. Keep going. Um, and then yeah, so he brought me into Dota two. I pretty much knew nothing about the game, but what I was good at in Dota one was I could uh, hit the creeps very well. Mm. And like in Dota one, if you could just get every last hit, you're a good carry. And everyone was like super far ahead of me, but like Tides and uh, I think way too sexy. They taught me a lot about the game, and they sort of it's weird because I got like super lucky. Because they like just jump started my career, and then like we became like really good on our first team. It was like bottom bottom, but uh, we got screwed out of a TI invite because I believe Mr. Malk told Ice Frog not to invite us. Really, that's what <laughs> yes. happens. He was like, "Should we invite this team to qualifiers?" And he was like, "No, that's the story." <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so there's bad blood then. That's what you're saying. I mean, it was like ten years ago, but. I would kill him right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. No, it's like so long ago. So, if I remember correctly, like back for so which TI was that for the qualifiers that you didn't TI get two. In, TI two. Yeah, we actually scrimmed IG mm-hmm. and we like who won TI, and we would like go pretty well for some, and they took our strats and they won TI with it. Like their Luna Tinker stuff, that was our strat. Wow, that's crazy. Nobody knows this. Yeah. Wow. Um, How come you haven't said anything until now? Yeah. What a scoop. I mean, why, why do I say anything to you? Like just on Twitter being like, yeah. this little <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, so I think wow. both for TI1 and TI2, uh, it, like because it was less established back then with like invites and stuff, it wasn't like malicious, right? That, no, it's like we were like just some up and coming new team. Yeah. It's not like Milk was like, I specifically hate their players or something. It's uh-huh. like, why do you know about us, right? right? Like, we won some, like, yeah. NA tournaments or something. Most of the tournaments are NA slash EU. It's funny because, on EU. obviously, I didn't know anything about the milk thing, but I just remember there being drama that you guys weren't yeah. even given the chance to qualify. No, I think time. if we were given a chance to qualify, we 100% would have qualified. And I don't think we would have won TI. Like, we are t- way too inexperienced at that point, but, like, we would have done well at that tournament, for sure. Mm. Like, the concepts that way too had back then were really good like they were way ahead of this time like mm. i still apply a lot of them to my games today and like i don't know after that like diablo 3 came out and it ruined our team because like we weren't invited to ti so we all just played diablo 3 and then we our team turned to shit but okay so that's bottom bottom yeah and then just go from team to team the ones okay. that are at least highlights to you so and you better mention from our, the highlight but... from our shit <laughs> From our shit yeah. standing after playing three months of Diablo 3, all of us, and not touching Dota, we joined Dignitas. Yeah, that's right. Um, we played on there for a while, competed at TI3. We were one game off the money, as it is for a lot of teams. Yeah. Sorry, Sin, you would know too, the pain. I, I was more than one game off the okay. money that year. Yeah, but just another year. I think TI2, weren't you guys? No. No? Okay, well, that's sad. Uh, we, were, uh, we were one... Uh, uh, how how do I say this? One less implosion off the money. Oh, uh, yes. That's the boss. <laughs> we had some, oh, uh, we had some uh, problems in these teams. Uh, yeah, going into, yeah. Problems, yeah. Uh, it wasn't necessarily anyone specific at TI3. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was 
Of course, no. I mean, I love kebab actually. I remember him just sitting on the couch eating the candy, fucking beast. Ti two, Ti two. I've not been sure of him, but Ti three, I genuinely like. It was like I don't think it was there was like any one specific that was just flat out the problem, but we just we ended up getting a bad atmosphere once we got into the tournament. But like, it was still better than Ti two. Ti two was an absolute dumpster fire. Like our boot camp. We were boot camping under. This is supposed to be about you, by the way, but uh, and this is interesting. Special guest for me. Yeah, special guest yeah. me. So we were we were boot, camp, boot camping somewhere in Germany, and it wasn't like very clean. Um, so like the the atmosphere in there and everything just it just got you, you can imagine it got, yeah. it got like filthy, right? And then uh, we were sleeping in like bunk beds there, which isn't too bad. Um, and I, I remember this day. I think we we were scrimming a Chinese team or whatever, and kebab and. Seb got so angry with each other they almost got into a fist fight like <laughs> genuinely they were just yelling at each other like come fight me then you know like this is when total like, good I, I don't honestly. I don't know uh I, I it's like I was not I'm not an expert at handling conflict necessarily like I, I would say I'm a bit conflict shy but I've developed like the skills to try to you know manage and help solve conflicts at least uh it doesn't mean I'm like seeking them or like them I still really much dislike it but I didn't know how to deal with it. Of course. Like, like why would you? Would I, like, I didn't know what to do yeah, about this. It's uh, fun that Dota's developed, right? Because those skills are like more important in teams now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just having a life coach. People now, have a better understanding of how important it is to, like, you know, trust and be just be able to work together in general. Yeah. Right? I remember Artizi told me if, if he was a better teammate, he would have won TI5. Mm. And I said, thank God you're a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it was... Uh, it was definitely something. So I would say TI2 was a total disaster. And TI3, we got off on a bad footing at the start and we didn't really recover it very well. And I think that's that's something that all of the teams that do well, that start off... I think it's way more impressive when teams do really, really well at tournaments and end up placing high when they have a bad start. Because recovering from bad starts is something a lot of teams are totally incapable of. Yeah. It's getting better now, but like back then, like five years ago, recovering from a terrible group stage at TI was almost impossible. Like, people would just lose faith in each other. There would be nothing pulling them back up. No sort of, like, good team dynamic. No, you didn't have coaches. Yeah. You didn't have, like, someone to so come in. It was definitely uh, yeah. not the best. But, yeah, that boot camp at TI for TI2, I will never forget. Oh, my goodness. That was yeah. something. Just boot camps back then in general. So, okay, uh, Dignitas. Yeah. So You're still playing position one, right, at this point? Yeah, so Dignitas was playing position one. I was like... Honestly, like, we weren't really committed. I mean, we were trying to do well, but, like, I was, like, going to, like, a full-course university, and I was still working the same two jobs. Mm. So, like, it was super messed up. Like, I come late to our official because I was at work and stuff, where I was, like, just super tired all the time. So our team, like, I don't think we performed as well as we could. I remember there was a super hype dream hack. We beat, like, Na'Vi when they were, like, you know, TI champions, TI second place. They gave us Morphling for a game. That hero was super broken. Um, this is kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's broken like in a different way back then because you had to replicate, right? So, mm -hmm. like, all I could do is hit creeps. So, I could split push the map. I had some idea of that. Um, yeah, and then we went to TI. Um, we got 9th to 12th. I still remember the last game. I think I was playing Lone Drift, and I was about to hit my AC timing, and we said, wait for AC. And Snaking just yeeted in with Timbersaw. <laughs> fucking lost. There's two games. There's one where he yeeted in with Timbersaw, there's one where he blinked in with Queen. I actually really like snaking now. I have fun with saying that. It was, I it mean, was, he's bounced back since Because, like, right? we were all super toxic back then. Mm. Like, we still are, but especially back then. 
like we're super fucking mad if like someone made a micro mistake right and like implodes your team mm -hmm. yeah so that was the end of dignitas yeah that was like with fogged in that team right fogged was on bottom bottom wasn't he in dignitas as well he was on dignitas he played support that position yes yeah he played mid originally on bottom bottom and got demoted to four like I would in the future. So you're saying the really good pot and bottom that could have gone far tier two. Fog played mid. Yeah, he was really good. Oh, he, he I, played didn't, I didn't remember this. So yeah, yeah, he played a lot of Invoker. Yeah, we beat um, we won like the Pro Dota Cup or something. It's mm -hmm. like the biggest online tournament back then. We beat IG the finals. You got to play in US West, but they played from China. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> but we slapped them because we have 200 ping advantage. <laughs> How did they get to the finals? Oh, it was two regions originally, and then the finals. Something like that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, we had to play CLG on Europe servers. They got to play that TI, by the way. Yeah, true. We spanked them, even with the ping disadvantage, so. What's that? Who was CLG? PyCat. Oh, yeah, that's CLG, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I lost to them. I yeah, they yeah were that was great. Super experience. easy. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't even remember, but yeah. Um, After Dignitas. I joined up with Envy. Uh, we went to play Rattlesnake.int. Oh, went to China for a bit. That was super weird. We're in, that like, was the, the manager thing? The weird Yeah, Marco, Marco Fernandez. He was just like some complete scam artist. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he was. Scene, yeah. he was. He was actually something else. Because like, we like moved to... We went to like Korea for the Nexon tournament. Mm. And like... You were mentioning bunk beds. It brought me back. We sleep like three people to a room or something, and like, envy like he couldn't sleep because the room smelled bad because of someone. <laughs> someone. Yeah, Marco. And then <laughs> so he would like go outside in a hallway and try to sleep out there. It was really funny. Oh. <laughs> oh, <don't laughs> so we played on Rattlesnake in for a month. We, we after that turn we stayed in some like super shady hotel. I'm pretty sure I had bed bugs or something. You would slip like those like. They're like advertisements for prostitutes under your door. Mm. I don't know if you've seen those in China. That's super shady. I remember like at one point, we were like walking around outside and Bone7 just started yelling help. Like in the middle of China. <laughs> it was super funny because it was like, help! Help! <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. That was with like Sing Sing. Oh, actually, before that was MLG Columbus. Am I getting my timeline wrong? I don't even remember. I think, yeah, yeah. So That's the one where Arteezy... Yeah, so we RTZ stand up for Bone 7 because you can get yeah. passport control. We won MLG Columbus. It's probably my favorite tournament still. Yeah, why? Because, I mean, it's what Cinderin said, right? Like, on our first day, we went 0 to 4. And then, like, we got together. We went out of room. I remember, like, and we just, like, we were able to open up the replay and just laugh at what happened. Because RTZ, for some reason, he was playing offline, right? Because, like, we know replace our offline. Oh, I didn't remember so that. So he was playing, yeah. like, okay. Timbersaw. He played Clockwork. And he just like, he walked up to someone, he missed his cogs, and he literally threw like a backwards hook. <laughs> and we're just like, you fucking moron. <laughs> and like, Artizi, like, he's a really easy guy to get along with, so we could like just laugh it off. Yeah, he's and very it, com chill. it completely reset our team, mm. and we were able to come back. And, and then you put him mid. After yeah, we put him mid, and he just like played OD and he dumpstered the entire tournament, yeah. and we won. He's like playing Timbersaw mid, OD mid. It was really funny. I can't remember. There's something Pi said about like cutting someone at some point. It was a really good atmosphere.
That's yeah, it was fun. That's hilarious. Okay, so you win MLG Columbus. Yeah, there's some hype behind us. So we signed with the Rattlesnake End team. We go there's a Marco thing. Yeah, okay. Write a couple of blogs. Yeah. Dump him into the dirt. We play in China. It's just the conditions are just so bad for us. I think at one point, like people got lost coming to like the land center, so we just like missed the day of scrims. Mm. I don't know what happened. So again, I I know that he was just standing in, but was there any thought to having Artizi join the team permanently? Yeah, he was supposed so... to join instead of me. Like they're gonna kick me and Gary oh. like an EG. Oh, yeah, but they chose not to. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, what? What role were you? So Sing Sing would play four, and Artizi would have gone mid. But weren't you were still the one? I was four. Oh, you were. Four. I was playing four. Okay, you were playing four. four. Yeah. Huh. Because I mean, they're easy, right? <clears throat> Well, well, like yeah, then it was it's Arteezy, right? Well, Kudam it was though, because Arteezy developed this game with Bone Seven and Envy, mm -hmm. I think mostly. Okay, maybe Bubba. He'll take more credit than he deserves, but okay. So speed gaming, uh, or Rattlesnake.int, I should say. Yeah, just so implodes. It was like it was really bad conditions in China. There was like some shouting matches. It, it got really bad at some point, but um, like our conditions just weren't conducive, and no one knew how to be like a leader on a team really. Mm. And then uh, we wanted to get the hell out of China before we killed each other. <clears throat> so understandable. We had a deal with C9, and it was, um, I think there was like a deal with MOG TV. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it paid like eighty percent of our salary because mm. they wanted to start that and get people away from Twitch and we had Sing Sing. Right. So we were like a really high paid team for the time. We ran. Captain Trap 2. No. Captain Trap 1. I think it was 1. Yeah. On Ran MLG. on MLG TV. I yeah. remember that. And it was a very good deal for the time. I remember they were really investing yeah. to try to win people over from Twitch. They really did try. Yeah. And they invested really hard and it didn't work and they didn't have any money left. That's right. That's how that. it goes. On 3D.TV as well. Yeah. There's been many left in the dust by Twitch. Mixer. The newest one. That was self-inflicted. Yeah. I don't think Microsoft ran out of money though. <laughs> that's that's true. Okay, so Cloud Nine. Um, they put on Cloud Nine. Got a lot of second places. Yeah, that was the meme. I mean, okay, so that was a meme, obviously, like from a community standpoint. But if you look at it from like objective, I remember even thinking at the time, like that's pretty fucking good still to get second at yeah, every we, fucking. No, tournament. we were we were good, but the thing about our style was that it was every game was really high execution. Mm-hmm. We didn't have like the stable drafts. Like we're sort of like Team Liquid now, I think. But I think that's the closest way. The ones that just dropped out of yeah, the tournament. Yeah, the ones they just bombed out of the tournament. Mm. Dirty Europeans. No, because <laughs> if you play if you play high execution drafts every game, like you'll win a lot, but you won't consistently beat every team in every game. I think like as pressure builds up, it gets harder and harder to execute. And like when the finals came, like like we just couldn't cut it. Mm. Like for one reason or another, like we just weren't good enough in the finals. Like, we would... Would you say losing, like, getting second, again, like, objectively looking at it's very successful. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, at some point, like, getting eighth at a tournament is actually easier than getting second. Yeah, no, if that it, makes it, sense. Like it ate at you. And it was just, like, it was very insidious how it did that. I mean, we weren't getting all the seconds yet. First, I think, came TI. Mm -hmm. We got a lot yeah. of seconds after TI. Um, at that TI, we beat Navi, I think, in the main stage to get fifth six. We lost to... um. Beachy, who eventually got second at a tournament. One of the games, uh, we tried to level on Roshan. And, and the cracks were loud. Good. No, Bone 7 like had a breakdown in the game. Like we're talking Skull with one tree in, and he just wouldn't do it. Mm. 
I, I don't know why. It was super weird the atmosphere there. And then we lost them. <laughs> so the level one Roach, they, I don't remember this, did they scout you? Yeah, we, just... they got like a five-man Venogale on us. Because oh, I was God. Enigma. We had we had Pure on Enigma and our and Luna. And we had like Luna Aura plus like you make Eidolons off the Treants. Mm-hmm. And he just came in. He got like a huge kill, and we just like three got three. They got three kills on us, and yeah, and like that was like the game decider. So that was sort of rough. It was my idea to level on Roshan. I mean, that's bold. Yeah, no one. The thing is, like, the team was weird because even though I made like such a bad call, like no one blamed me for it. Mm-hmm. Like Envy was mad at Bone Seven because like he made the comp super stressful during that, and then we like sort of panicked because of that. Like he went set a tree until it was it was really weird. Like. Because throughout the team, like, throughout the year, we stayed together for a while. Like, we started developing some sort of leadership skills, how we talk to each other. We started trying to te- treat each other more like human beings. So it was pretty good. <laughs> That's good. That's a good start. Okay, sidebar here. Do you miss level one rushes? No. Good. I do. Suck well, it. Well, from a viewer perspective, it's amazing to watch. Yeah, but once the level one rushing happens, I think the rest of the game is boring. Wow. It's like right, someone else been saying that. I'm going to eat another chocolate oh. while I... Uh, yep. Just think about the fact that AUI agreed with Cinderella. Okay. Continue on. Anyways. Oh, oh one player at Tier 4. I remember I played 4 Doom. And I bought a Refresh Orb and I double blinked to Doom Burning or something. Mm. Smacked him. Okay. Uh, anyway. Right. <laughs> so we got that. Uh, we kicked Sing Sing. I think like the... It's not like he didn't work hard, but like the... There was like a weird cultural misfit, I think. Mm. Or like how we view the game. I don't know if it's culture. I don't know if it's just our view on the game. But anyways, we kicked him. Was that the last pro team he was on? No, he played on most sports after. Hmm. For a while. And then he played on... Um, with Bone 7. Yeah, right? Cupid Red... No, not with Bone 7. Oh. Cupid Red Pandas. Oh my god. Two good team, yeah. Yeah. Um, where am I? So after that, we got Thada. I think he came from your team. Yeah, it was after tier 3. That sounds right. No, tier 4. Were you not on that team? I didn't I play that, that, No, that was Fada, Fada, Mojo, Misery, PyCat, and uh, RNM, I think. Uh, yes, that was the mouse board yeah. TI4, yes. So that yeah. was right after... Um, so you watched Mojo play Antimage, and he needed to just piece it from that team. Mm. I don't know if you guys have seen that game. I no. always talk to Mojo about it. He really doesn't like it. <laughs> really doesn't like it. Oh, yeah, this is like outstandingly terrible game, right? Yeah, no, he was <laughs> absolute creeper, and he just did nothing. He just fed and died and lost the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. It's If you ever have, and just only talk about that. So anyways, um, what is that, TI4? We got Fada, played a bunch of leagues. I thought the team was going pretty well, but we just kept getting second place. I think people weren't content with it. We just lost every final. I mean, I, I can understand it. Just yeah. It, no, we played against EG and one of and they had like the fighting game style where like if you win the upper bracket, the other team had to win two to reset it. Mm. And like we lost two series to EG. Mm. Like we should have won two zero in the first one, but like we just choked, and then like the next two games were just like. It was like a 2k MMR stack versus a pro team. Like, we just crumbled. And then we played at, um, it was a summit. I think that's where everything sort of exploded at that point in the Dota scene. Because EG had been like, you know, it's EG, Secret, and C9, and VG. Those are the top four teams, like, very consistently. And uh, I think we beat EG at that tournament. They disbanded because of that, or, like, roster shuffle. Because if you lost to us, that, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, I thought it was all good. Like, we had a good talk at the after party and stuff. And then, like, we, I went home and I got a message like, oh, you're kicked. I was like, okay. 
and uh, so that, was, that was your reaction okay i mean it's like what can you do like you're already home like what what like i can't really break down crying or something right like, mm. there's no point you can i mean i can and then like peter messaged me and he's like hey well i'm not ng and then wait what general month was this before ti that's december december okay oh, this was before oh, dhc then right yes, before right before dhc Wow, I don't remember you being only on the team for like a month. Yeah, the DS, no, so we played a Las Vegas land on the EG. Oh, is that the the HyperX something something? I don't remember, but it was it was not good there. Mm -hmm. I think we did. So I, that I was actually like don't your remember. Introduction to EG. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you did not do well there, right? And no, then we didn't. But Sumail was on that team at that point. Yes? Yeah, I think so. So the original plan for EG before I got kicked from C9 was that Sumail and Yao were going to join together. Oh. I didn't and, know that. Yeah. And then I cucked Yawar. That <laughs> <laughs> took a slot. Yeah, Yawar was not, not very known back then, that's yeah. for sure. Sumel wasn't either. No, oh, that's true. That's the thing. And his first was showing was that land, right? The HyperX or whatever it was. Yeah. And he did not look good at all. No, he didn't. People had like no expectations for each other. He was like he was like rank one on MMR though. Uh-huh. And like he won IXO or whatever it was. Mm. The league BSJ won too. Back then. Yeah. Okay. So it was Sumail won the first season and then BSJ won the second season. So I think BSJ was supposed to be Sumail. Okay. It didn't work out for him. No. Um, so yeah, and then we played that. We man we didn't like play any games, I think, before that Vegas thing. And then we played DSC. Yeah, we we were casting that. Yeah. yeah. Um that, was that a tournament, tournament. Yeah, that tournament was fun. It's I don't know. Though it's really fun when you have a team to root against, like as you as a players. Because it's like more fun watching Secret lose than it was to win. Mm. But it's especially fun to watch Secret lose and then win. Right. You played, yeah. I think, Beachy in the finals. Yeah, we did. With Black. Yes. As the lonesome Westerner, I guess. Yes. Oh my god, I but, remember that game where Samil got ganked like yeah, four times in the He just... And now he just him. got ten kills in a row. No, he, um, he made a rotation to bot lane and he got two kills and then he cut two waves. Like, he dragged us to Nutricans, cut two waves. And his pharmacy was like... A thousand GPM back then during that mm -hmm. period of time, which is insane. That's Despite just, dying five yeah. times at the beginning of the game. Yeah, game. exactly. That Samel's he's very clutch. He's very like. So I've been thinking a lot about like um in, like sort of intuitive thinking versus having to actually think about it, like system one thinking, system two thinking. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Sure happened. Okay. He hasn't heard of thinking in general. It's yeah. A concept. So that's not very nice. You can but explain like, that first. There's like a difference between like uh. <laughs> Try to explain I don't really what want thinking to talk. is. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> to start from the basics and we build our way up. Okay, anyway, so system one, <laughs> system one thinking is like stuff that you do on reflex. So like if I ask you, like, um, a ball and a bat cost a dollar and ten cents. Mm. Um, the ball costs a dollar less than the bat. And I ask you, how much does the ball cost? Ten cents. Well, so that's system one thinking. Was that okay. purpose? No. Okay, because it's a it's five cents, right? Because five cents plus a dollar five cents for one ten. Okay. So that's system one. So your brain instantly tells you that it's five cents when, or it instantly tells you it's ten cents. You see a dollar ten and one dollar more. And there's system two thinking, which is like where you actually actively have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like how lie detectors work. Like your your blood will constrict or something. Like a bunch of things happen. Your pupils will dilate. And like, like extra focus or something? Oh, bat! No, like how, how thinking, <laughs> like just if you have to concentrate on thinking, that's just how it works. Okay. There's like a, I can't remember, it's Daniel Hoffman Radcliffe? something. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. 
Yeah, he wrote a book called Thinking Fast and Slow, and it like won a Nobel Prize in the field or something. It's a very interesting book on this. Hmm. Um, I recently read that, so I was thinking about that a lot now. Anyways, Tim is like a very intuitive player, very system one. So like, he's very cold blooded. Like he he he's playing on intuition, so nothing will mess yeah. him up. Like he'll always know what he wants to do. But like, I think a lot of that like on C nine. Like I don't think we're that intuitive compared. Like everyone plays on intuition at some point. But we thought too much, and like that's part of why we couldn't. Like we thought too much, we couldn't win finals, mm. couldn't close it out. All right, so we played that. Um, we won DAC. I, I was always like sort of other place at EG because I think like culture I didn't really fit in. They were very American. Sumail's like off on his own, I sort of off on my own. Mm. I mean, Sumail like could fit in because you know Fira's like his father figure there or something. Mm-hmm. But I remember saying to Fira after we won DAC, I'm like, like as a joke, I was like, yeah. He won. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> I think he took me super seriously. I remember that. I think about that sometimes. Like the entire time through DHC, because like C9 was a team I thought we were gonna like improve and win TI on. So like after I got kicked from that, it like messed me up a bit mentally. Like during that entire tournament, even if we were winning, like I always thought I was gonna get kicked. Uh, happened a bit later. So after DHC, we played a bunch of tournaments. We lost. Um. Shit, I can't remember the first. We lost to Secret in some tournament. Oh, so we lost three tournaments pretty badly. One was MOG X Games to Empire with Resolution. I remember I, I would play like four Witch Doctor. After the game, he would come to me like, You're really annoying. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> and then we lost it to. It wasn't uh, because of the Dota, though. Yeah, no, it wasn't. We lost to um, Secret <laughs> in ESL1. Um, what's a big Frankfurt? In the big stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We lost 3 1 in the finals, and then we lost again to Secret at Summit, I think. So we got a bunch more second places. This is when Secret was after DAC, right? They were, yeah. They were winning like every tournament. Yeah, they won four big tournaments in a row. And then they just stopped playing a month before TI and then just bombed for them. Yeah. I mean, their idea, I think, if I remember correctly, was like they didn't want to reveal strats to anyone. Yeah. It was the stupidest show I've ever heard. Yeah, so they great. went to TI. They were not good we got lucky we got in the group of c deck who taught us a lot about dota mm-hmm. taught us sort of like so this. did you uh did you scrim cdec a lot before ti so coming into ti right? like we were also secretive like we didn't want to scrim our teams to help improve them so we only scrimmed wildcard teams right okay. so we scrimmed mvp um c deck and i can't remember the last one but we thought mvp was good and they were going to make it a wild card. And we thought Cedar were trash because... But you made them good, right? No, no. Because we picked Techies versus them when we scrimmed them. <laughs> and okay. what would happen was how aggressive plays is when he hits a small power spike, he runs your safe lane. Mm. But I would beat our Techies, so he'd run into my minds and die. Mm. And we were like, this team is... Their carry is stupid. They're absolute garbage. <laughs> and we thought they wouldn't make it a wild card. And we thought like MVP would for sure. And uh, the other team... It was, it was the Russian team. Um... It might have been Spear or something like that. I can't remember. Vegas one. It was Vegas one. Okay. We thought they were decent. So CDEC made it through. They dominated the tournament. I yeah. think they had the best graphs on the meta. Um, if we weren't in Group B, we wouldn't have won that tournament. If Secret were better teammates, they probably would have won the tournament. Because they were the best team in Dota at that time. I mean, on paper, they were god tier. Yeah. yeah, no, they were really, really good. Like, they were on another tier than us, honestly, during the last tournaments. Like, they beat us in two finals and stuff. Like, they just... They're just better than us. Did you... You guys didn't ever play them at TI, did you? Other than, like, in group stage? No, we weren't... They were group A. So we oh, never completely played different. So they lost to VP. They lost to the God, FNG, Illidan. Yeah. Um, VP. Okay. And that was, like, the most emotion that EG showed 
It wasn't when we won TI. It was as Secret was losing. <laughs> but and then you knew you had a chance. No, it wasn't like we we thought we could beat them because they weren't playing that well, right? Mm. But we just hated them because what happened was like Arteezy left EG, right? And then he took Zai with them for offlane. And Universe, I think, was mad because he didn't take him. Mm-hmm. And then Hedo was mad because how they broke up was I think Arteezy bought like a diffuser blade on Draw Ranger for Starkseer. So he could, and he's like, why the fuck did you buy a diffuser blade? And he's like, so I can purge the iron shell. Mm. And he was like, buy a fucking BKB. <laughs> and they like, had a breakdown. Um, but you didn't hate. Did you also hate Secret? Because you took their place. I mean, the culture was just, there. it's very easy to hate the team that's winning a lot, right? Right. Like, you think of all the OG anti-fans. Like, as they win more, like, it's very easy to be like... Yeah, fuck these guys. Right. And also, I guess like, with your teammates hating them as well, you feel yeah. like No, there's like obligated. this rivalry there, right? And like, mm. I mean, part of Oniji, like I didn't really fit in culturally. So like I would just go with the flow and anything. Mm. Like it was a sort of weird experience, honestly. Because you didn't want to hate anyone, but they made you evil. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine <laughs> with hating people. Okay. Especially in Dota. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hate them as people, but like I really wanted to be secret because they just, they just kept beating us, right? Right. So like I think that's a natural thing where... You really want to beat a team. It's not animosity hate, but mm-hmm. like I hate them as a competitor. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when TF five happened, we won that. Very happy for a few days. Um fuck it. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Uh and then somebody uh sitting next to you may have contacted you at some point. Did I? Or maybe it was <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was yeah. Charlie actually that contacted me on our behalf. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. But anyways, uh I was actually supposed to play on um so Fly messaged me. And OG. he wanted yeah, he wanted to play together. And Monkey he wanted to bring boys. No Tail and Miracle. Mm. And I want to bring Bulba. And that would have been the team, except Bulba said that Sumel has a brother named Yawar. Mm. Uh, we really want to play with Yawar. So we were considering um how did it work with we, no tail we're we're considering fly was considering not playing with no tail to play with us oh so but i, I think miracle is sort of attached to uh to no tail mm-hmm. so that was like a weird thing probably one of the worst decisions i made in my life but anyways we joined dc we got well we had a choice between og and you as well so yeah we can relate i guess yeah that was, <laughs> you're super four wrong. majors two ti's yeah <laughs> well dc almost qualified for a tournament <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we played. We had like, what the fuck did we have? Like TC Yawar, uh, Biryu. Biryu. Wait, who's Biryu? Bulba and me. Yeah. So that team was a disaster. Honestly, like, my biggest regret, like I've said this a couple times to other people, is like after I got kicked from EG, like I never took of just a mental break to reset. Hmm. I think like my, honestly, like, my mentality, like as I can look at it in the past, right? Like it's easier to evaluate. But my mentality like completely screwed me. Like I I couldn't focus on Dota at all. Like I couldn't think about learning about the game. Like everything was just it would happen super fast and I could never focus. And well, that was bad. Years, years trying I mean, to captain a team. You you also feel them. like getting kicked right after TI, you feel obligated to have to join another team before everybody Yeah. Because TI is like this place where everybody, you know, it's all about networking, you gotta join the next team. Like there's a time limit, it feels like, right? It's like constraint there at least. Yeah. Like all this pressure. Yeah, that was not great. People are asking me what mm-hmm. I thought about the blog PPD wrote. Okay. I mean, I thought that was pretty unfair. 
Mm. I'm pretty sure EG kicked me because Artiz was available. Mm. I, I would have probably made the same decision from a business standpoint. So you'd rather them just business, say like, that? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, after I got kicked, like, I mean, I was pretty down in the dumps. And, like, um, now, nah, like, how EG treated me, like, the people and the org, like, I don't think it was very fair after. Mm. Like, I got kicked and, like, like, I tweeted it and they, like, I basically got flamed for tweeting it when, like, I just had my, like, life shattered. Like, someone, one of the people told me, like, you really screwed me with this tweet. What was your tweet again? It's like, I, I've just been kicked from TI after winning TI. Yeah, what people. What's wrong with that? Tweet. I mean, it's because <laughs> this person said, like, they want to start streaming and stuff, right? And, like, I ruined their, their momentum. Okay, you're, I'm guessing you're I, not I don't, naming I don't person. really want to. Okay, that's fine. Like, I, I, I don't think it's not fair. Mm. But, like, okay. so that was, like, that in particular sort of fucked up my mentality. Because, like, the, the community outreach after my tweet was, like, really helpful for me. Because, mm. of course, it's, like, super positive, right? Like, I think I performed well at that TI. I think, like, in retrospect, I don't think I should have been kicked. Like, but it's easy to make the decision to replace him with Arteezy. Right. He was, he was honestly the best friend in the world at that time. Um, so, yeah, there's that. I don't know. Okay, so Digital Chaos comes digital about. Chaos. We don't qualify for anything. Yeah, uh... so we lose our first tournament. <laughs> like, my mentality is super shit for the first, like, major. Yeah. I mean, I think... we're bringing on, like, a... a up-and-comer beer you yeah Ooh. and like he was supposed to captain the team but we never gave him the real chance like it was me and Volvo and we're just super fucking toxic i mean like maybe we're trying but like i'm too messed in the head and Volvo's just Volvo mm -hmm. doing his thing yeah being so himself. Just, yep. we ruined him i mean i don't know if he would have made it other than us but we, we just ruined that guy no we, we kicked tc who was like a really really nice guy he's the nicest guy i think at, at, nicest pro player i've ever met yeah no he's Easily. super super nice Ruined his career too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? We, we bring we bring in 1437. Oh yeah, Resolution actually did play with you for a while. That's yeah. right. So we, we okay. brought in Resolution. I switched from support to carry when we kicked Gower. I had loved for a bit. I loved your carry, by the way. We were a huge we were really good. We were at, we won Soxa too. Well, Soxa, we were trying out yeah. on a trial basis, and then... I think he really liked us. Yeah. And then... I remember Soxa we tried out, and like, this is the literal best Tusk I have ever yeah. fucking seen. We were really fucking good. Like... Yeah, it was a really good run. Like, when I worked on that team as carry, like, I was actually good at carry. Like, yeah. No, we it was good. dumpstered all our scrims. Yeah. It was, like, insane. Like, we would win every game in, like, 15 minutes. Like, my rotations were actually ahead of its time. Mm. But, like, I, I became a shit carry because I... I like... EG imploded again, mm. and we got message and like fucking Boba made me choose. <laughs> it's like I'll do whatever you want, AUI, and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> so, well, okay, just the whole. So that I remember being because again, DC was an absolute fucking disaster for a while. Yeah, and then we got resolution. We got Soxa. Like you said, we looked so we fucking were really good. good. I was so excited. I don't think you guys officially played a match. It was only scrims, no. but it was like you were dumpstering everybody. Yes, I think on like I think my understanding of laning and early rotations is really good. But I don't think I don't know what I would have ended up because still there's a weird timeline like that, right? Like if you patch if, dependent as well. Patch dependent. If you, if you're with the right people, the stuff you learn will make you better at the game and you grow. Mm. But the thing is, like me and Boba, like. I mean, I made the call to go to EG, basically, right? Because, I don't know, they're, they're very convincing. Yeah, they got, they're, they got a lot of money. I mean, we just won TI. 
So yeah. very convincing. Into EG. I think we're good for like two weeks. And then like because like again, like we didn't we went back to EG, but we didn't solve any of the cultural differences. Like I, I didn't talk to anyone about my ideas in Dota. And Bulba also similarly isolated there. Mm-hmm. And like we just became super shit players. Because Wait, like who, who was on the EG? Was PPD Fear, Fear, PPD, and Sumail. So after, yeah, that's I'm trying to remember all the details, but even after all the blog posts and all that shit, because you and PPD, I mean, did you get along? I can't remember how that dynamic I mean, I don't was. think we're ever friends, but, like, it was very business-like on EG, so I didn't think it mattered. Mm. I mean, in retrospect, like, that's, like, the second decision, like, I regret the most, right? Because mm. I think the resolution, Theban, me, Boba, and uh, Soxa team, that was really good. Yeah, I agree. And uh, so that was... What could have been. Yeah, that was rough. Um, no, nah, I just... I became so shit at carry so fast because, like, I couldn't do any of the ideas I wanted in the game. And, like, I just... There was no system. Like, Theban worked with me, and we, like... We played together for a long time, and we liked each other a lot, and, like, we developed, like, good synergy and everything, and I just didn't have that on EG. And, like, none of the things I wanted to do would happen. Mm. It's super weird, because, like, yeah. So that happened. Uh, we bombed out a Manila Major. Um, got kicked from EG again. Yeah. Good times. And then... Second time in a year. Yes. In less than a year. Yes, actually. it was very fast. And then I joined uh, CP as a coach after that. With Bulba. Mm-hmm. That was not good. I think that team was dead on arrival. I literally think... That was with Kamal I mean, I don't think secret Yeah, I don't think time. I was a good coach at all. I don't think I contributed that much. But I literally think it was impossible to save that team. It's so, funny because I remember at Manila Major, you came and coached Resolution a bit. Yeah. And he was like, man, AUI is such a good coach. <laughs> no, but like I, I did the same thing, right? Like the stuff I did for Resolution, I could do for them. It was like very micro-focused. Mm. I knew the game, but I didn't understand the humans. Mm. And like that team was literally like they would have a team talk. And Envy would, and Arteezy would argue so much that Pi would start crying. Wow. And he's like, this is, I'm just so sad. Like this is supposed to be like a really good team. And he is just like broken. Mm. And, like, Pi was, like, broken, who was, like, probably the closest person I was to on C9, right? Mm-hmm. And then Poppy was just... I mean, he's the only person who could, like, function in that environment, because Poppy's a god. He's just he's playing good Dota. Mm-hmm. He looks good, even though the team is absolute garbage. Bob was just on his own. He doesn't know what's going on. He's playing off lane. I thought Bob was always the butt of the yeah. joke. <laughs> And then I think like, I'm just I just pictured in my mind of how your PCs are set up in the room. Where there's like four players together, and Bob is just off on an island yeah. playing offline in the bathroom. No, he, <laughs> no, because our yeah, like we qualified for TI through opens because both Austin and EG had to do that because we changed mm-hmm. rosters. And like we had some momentum, but just like the team dynamic, like it just wasn't good. Like I don't want to talk about the stuff that happened too much, but I'm pretty sure like I do know like Arteezy thought Envy sucked at Dota. And Envy thought Arteezy didn't know how to play Dota. <laughs> so, our one and two position. And they both wanted each other's role. Because Envy is like, I should play mid instead of Arteezy. And she's like, this idiot doesn't know how to play carry. I should be playing carry. <laughs> and it was just such a disaster of a team. Yeah. All right, would you say that, generally speaking, I don't know if it's a regional thing, do players, like, how long do they hold grudges for, would you say? I think it, I think it depends on the person. Because I feel like in NA, like, you can only hold a grudge for so long because there's not that oh, many people to play with anymore, right? Maybe. I mean, I think with time, you realize, like, a lot of the arguments you've gotten to are also just, like, so silly. 
and they're like more of like hero the moment thing. Like it, it's a fucking video game. Right. It's a Growing team dynamic. Human, they're like nothing is ever like a hundred percent someone's blame, right? Mm. Like there's always like, oh, I could have handled it better. I could have done this. It's like at TF five, like Artizi, like it wasn't his fault that his team imploded at TF five. But if he was a bit of a better teammate, maybe that wouldn't have happened, mm. right? Like I think that's the, like the competitor. Like if you take that with you, that's how you like improve as a person, as a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So Secret was bad at TI. We only won games on IO Huskar. And so I had no because oh, I, I remember that actually. Yeah, we could only win with IO Huskar. Oh, we played um LGD in the losers elimination game. We had TB. TB Venge safe lane versus solo Zhaoi off lane bottom, and they lost the fucking lane. Eternal Envy started without regen because he wanted to start with a Wraith Band and a Mango, which like both me and Steven told him was awful. But he just got right clicked on lane. I don't know what Pi was doing, he just had a mental breakdown during that game. <laughs> but we lost a Venge Terrible lane versus a fucking bottom off lane, and RTZ was Alchemist mid. We had Alchemist Terrible because Envy had the idea that Terrible was a space maker. And like you couldn't convince him otherwise. And like he was right sometimes. Like if you win your lane, you're a space maker. But he got he lost his lane to a solo bottom. So he wasn't a space maker. And Artizi got soloed by the maybe juggernaut mid as Alchemist. Mm. So we just lost our two lanes where we had advantages in. And then like the game was just so so sad. It's like, funny that Cinder, are you like this too? Where I mean, because I cannot relate with this at all. Because, mm-hmm. again, I know it's a meme. I competed in Counter-Strike a long time. I, I don't remember specifics of games at all. But pro players consistently are able to, like, go back years I can, and remember intricate details of specific matches. I find it fascinating. I cannot remember in as much detail as this. I can't. So AI um, is just a god. Please. I remember, I remember like, it's different for me. I think I remember really specific, like, more, how to say... I think I remember the like the conditions or the mindset or the like the things around the game more than the individual game itself. Mm-hmm. Like all the details of what heroes were we playing, how did we put the lanes, who won their lanes. I don't remember that so much, but I remember like how our team was feeling and what how we discussed strategy, what we wanted to do, like who kind of fulfilled what role in the team. I remember that kind of stuff. But like I it's like really few games where I remember basically every hero everyone played. Mm. I guess it's easier to remember them. Like, I think it, like, the memory gets printed in you stronger if it's either a totally terrible experience or a really great one, right? Yeah. And those are also the main ones you're highlighting. Like, most yeah. people will remember their most, like, embarrassing yeah, loss. a lot of different games. Yeah. There's a lot of games here. Like, your the array of games you remember, I don't remember all those in-between ones where it was just like, oh, we got mm-hmm. second or we had some games where it yeah. didn't really work out. I remember the tragedies and, like, the great moments, like, winning a tournament or something like that. Those are more memorable, but... Like it's pretty incredible how much you remember, and even the con- like little bits of conversation and stuff that I, people had. I generally can I don't remember, remember what people say really well. Like mm-hmm. if I if I care to listen, but uh, <laughs> if I care to listen, <laughs> yeah, letter plan. Like, yeah, you'll definitely remember, forget about remember this podcast. What after we kicked TC, after we kicked, I remember TC. what you wrote. You said like you're the favorite player I've ever had to work with. You're never late with like, um, you said something about being late and like. It's been a pleasure or something. When you left, I guess PG. I don't really remember. No, when you, we kicked TC. Oh, I told TC that. Yeah, because I was there. Oh, you're like your yeah, I, absolute pleasure to work with. Yeah, I, I remember most yeah. of that. Yeah. So you do remember stuff like that. I mean, right? is that like yeah? I guess that's true. I mean, when you bring it up, I wouldn't have remembered okay. otherwise though. But yeah, but yeah. So yeah, we lost that game. I remember being in the room with Matt and uh, Theban, 
and they had Kunkka Juggernaut, and they weren't Xing and spinning to hit the tower because mm -hmm. they were stupid and bad, and they didn't deserve to win versus us, but we were worse. <laughs> but uh, I was so happy they weren't X spin t hitting the because the game was over. They just did not, and then we eventually just lost because we had Alchemist Terror Blade, and like if you had two carries, then who's stunning the enemy so they can right click? Like mm -hmm. it made no sense. Um, yeah. So after that, Envy had his puppy blog. Many, one of his many blogs. Yes. So far that was a play. big one, though. Yeah, that was. Um, and then we made a team with like a bunch of coaches. It's like the EG coach, both the secret coaches, Envy, and we brought in like Mojo. Wasn't that was fourteen thirty-seven? Not on that. Yeah. Oh, oh. sorry, Theban. Me and yeah, me yeah. and Theban were the secret coaches. Mm. So actually, at the start of that team, we had Rioya in the offlane. And um, I don't remember that. For some reason, we were under the impression that Theban didn't want to play with MSS from C9. Mm -hmm. But we were just wrong, and for some reason, no one asked Steven, so we got MSS to Rioya. Because we were really bad with Rioya. He's not awful, but... <laughs> the other players are super dumb, myself included. Like, they were, we're just, like, socially awkward, and we can't communicate. Yeah. Because we spent the last, like, eight years of our lives or more just refining our skills in this one Dota game. We have no social skills, we have no life skills. This is why orgs are important, but then at the same time... They can also take advantage of players yeah. because they don't have those skills. No, it's weird. Because, right? like, for example, like, on C9 and EG, like, they made way more off me from prize winnings than I did off salary. Hmm. Right? And, like, that's, like, fundamentally why I think a lot of these player orgs, like, Secret and uh, OG started. Right. Because, like, the, like yeah. I, it, Dota's just a, such a skill. Like, what you're talking about, how players have no life skills and everything, and they're just only focusing on the team, it's because of the price structure of Dota, right? It's true. Like, we don't win TI. Nothing you do matters. We didn't make any money off of you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some loss. I'm sorry. Nah, I... I, I nah, because, like, my mental state was just so bad. Like, I, I'm so sorry. Man, I... I just lost such a little shit. I wish I could have seen that team with you playing carry, though. Well, that was a good team. At least team. in that one tournament. Sorry. <laughs> but then again, I, I can't, you know, we got second at TI that year. So I can't yeah, that was good for you guys. Yeah. Well, no prize pool though. So, Touch. yeah, no comment on that one. Yeah. So, uh, somebody else was negotiating. Club. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, where are we? So, you start uh, coaching NP. teams now. Are you on the no, coaching no, team? No, I joined NP. So, a bunch of coaches. Yeah, we developed yeah. a lot of ideas on that team. I think even though we weren't that good, like, some of the stuff we thought of was really smart. Mm. Like, I don't know. We had, um, we're the first team, I think, to start pulling melee creeps onto the range to deny it and gain the equilibrium. Um, it's funny how all these mechanics are just so, like, ingrained in people's yeah. game, like, weren't a thing at all back then. Even just aggro in general. I think how we used the pose was, I mean, it wasn't Neil, but, like, we were the best at using pose. We started half pulling. Um, we started a lot of that stuff. And uh, we had some ideas, like, Envy Played Volker, stack ages for my spend and stuff. Mm. Anyway, so we played on that team. We played like, uh, like we thought we weren't bad because we played really well against Wings. Like we lost in the finals to them at Northern V Arena. Um, yeah, that tournament was interesting. How right? was that the tournament? Yeah. yeah, I remember playing against Artizi's Draws Weaver, and I solo killed him in bottom lane. I was like, ah, you little shit. <laughs> That's good. No, I remember I was playing, like, I only played Hipster Hero, so I played, like, Venge, Centaur, um, Hipster. Weaver. Yeah, I played Centaur with, like, some, like, Vanguard Hood Heart stuff. Oh, I thought that was the Illidan build. No, I was doing it first. Uh, so we <laughs> took it from you. You played Maybe. safe playing Centaur, and you yeah, just played... put all tank items and no dagger. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember... I mean, I would buy dagger at some point, because... Right, Venge, without dagger, it's like, dumb. But, like, fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we would just break high ground. And yeah. Yeah. 
I remember one of our first games we played versus like Wings and Scrims. I put like Ursa, and we're like fucking twenty-one to zero, and Envy called me a psychopath because I just kept going on them. That was really <laughs> fun, and then we lost that game. Been a lot of teams with Envy, it feels like. I have. I, I respect Envy a lot, actually. I think he specifically has worked so hard on Dota and stuff that his public skills. Like I've made blogs defending him too because, like his intentions and what he does sometimes. They come across weird, mm. but I don't think he's a bad guy, and I think he gets way too much shit for. I mean, recently, I, I think he's got a bit overboard. Like I don't We're trying to take over teams like, and whatnot. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, mean, I don't know what I want to talk about here, but I feel like with Envy, he he doesn't believe. Like, if he doesn't believe in someone to improve, then he gives up on them really fast. Mm. Like, I think he gave up on Mojo really fast. Like, I, he like the same with Moonyander. I think like both those guys, they don't think like they didn't think Mojo could be a tier one player. But I think Mojo's the best four. Yeah. In North America, right? I mean, I don't know, maybe Crit. Crit but I was thinking, like, North American born, you know? True. Like, he's clearly, like, a super good high potential player. It's the same for, like, a lot of these players. Like, they just give up on them super fast with an improvement. The same for, like, Brio. Like, I don't think Envy thought Brio could be really good. Brio mm. is really fucking good. He's underrated, and he played with me and Moon instead of joining Bear Team. So, haha, loser. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, NP, I remember, yeah. Alright, let's beat Let's forward. Yeah, a little bit faster. Okay. Sorry. No, it's it's fine. We're. I just, just want to make sure we're on schedule. We still is got there a schedule. Well, you know, I don't want this to be eight hours, but that's true. No, uh, this is, this NP, we go for blah blah blah. We played DAC. We kicked deep in an SVG. Somehow they became like two five players. I think Bone Seven joined us at the boot camp. For that, he was the worst coach I've ever had. I would never. <laughs> work with him. He literally that? during our scrims, he went out and got a tattoo. And he got sick from getting the tattoo. <laughs> and he, his only contribution to the team was the first day he joined, he said, you guys have two five positions. Uh, okay, we should pick that to even go play four. And that's literally the only thing he did. He was so useless. Um, I have never, yeah, I've never heard that one before. That's new. Yeah. And then, so we play, we play an MP. We, we get back Fada and um, Pi. Instead of... Uh, Man, you guys have, like... You, you play with, like, energy. the same two or three people a lot. I mean, there's not that many people at the top in Dota back then. Because that, that was, like, sort of the top. We weren't really that good on MP, but, like, we had some history, right? Like, it was mm -hmm. not that far off. So we were really good on that team. We should have won Manila versus EG. But Sumail fucking stole ages and killed, like, four of us in, like, a game we would have won versus them. It happens. Yeah, I remember, like, I was playing, like, Treant in that tournament. I was just destroying people. And we had, like, the shittiest boot camp after... We signed with C9 for TI. We just lost like 30 scrims in a row. Mm. Uh, had a breakdown. Same thing. Like people just like sort of gave up on each other. It's like always the same story with Dota. Like there are so many problems and like you don't want to talk about them because you don't want to be toxic. But it ends up becoming really insidious. It yeah. just grows and then like it grows and then you just break up. Yep. Yeah. Like you've gone through the same stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah. it could have been fixed if you just talked about it. Yep. I remember at TI we went out for like a dinner together and like guys no like we just need to blame each other don't feel sorry about it just say what each person needs to improve on mm. and we actually made a comeback in a tournament for a bit our idea was like we buy raindrop wand like team liquid was every game and we fight early and we were we started to make a comeback and then we pick fucking arc warden in the <laughs> oh my god we picked like arc warden in the um our elimination match versus empire i think i just got that hero i i hated that hero i had no idea when to fight with them only Envy knew how to play with him, and he was, like, out of his mind at that point. Was, so, that, the, was that the TI that Resolution was, like, outstanding in? Yes. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. 
he was a stand-in for Empire, right? Yeah. They couldn't bring... Who DK? What's that? They couldn't bring... So that's TI-7. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember that Resolution got so much praise at that tournament. He played really well. He was super good. He played DK versus us, and after the game, he's like... It was Chappie. Yeah. Was okay. Chappie. Yeah, Chappie. Chappie was supposed yeah. to go. He, um... He told us, you guys are idiots. I don't know how you didn't win that game. And we watched replay, like, we are idiots. How do we not win this game? We're, like, outside their base with all our heroes alive. We killed through them, and we just don't push high ground. Like, because we just didn't have a proper captain. Like, we're also, like, mind messed up. Our bootcamp went so bad. Our turn went so bad. We sort of rallied it back. But honestly, in that talk, like, it was four of us without envy. Because, like, we had, like, some wall in our team. Right. And it was right, not, not to go off on a tangent. Why do you think envy, just the quick answer. Why do you think Envy, like, his games are always so fucking long? Because that, it's, that's, this is a big enough sample size, but that is a thing. Um, he said not to go long, but, like, I would have to think about it a bit. Mm. Okay. I mean, right. people ask me, it's, it's mostly, like, I think his b one loss up to the game is wrong. Mm. And I don't think he thinks that, even though consistently, like, evidence points the other way. Mm. I think, like, there's... Like, he, he, it's the same thing. He plays in the same, like, high execution style. It's, like, not simple to close out games. And, like, it's easy to mess up. And, like, he'll choose, like, a, he thinks he's choosing the higher percentage to win. But I think the higher percentage to win in log games might need to close it out faster. And he agrees with that concept. But in practice, like, he right, yeah. chooses a different path a lot. Right. Uh, yeah. So after that, sorry, I've had a long career. So this, no, this is a very illustrious career. Okay. Well, not anymore here. But, anyways, yeah, after. You are in a major. Yeah, that's true. As a caster, how <laughs> dare you? Yeah. <laughs> this is where the players go to die. Um, I don't know what I did after that. <laughs> what was I doing after TI seven? Uh, I mean, mostly coaching, right? I coach. I mean, off and on coaching. I don't. I actually don't remember what I did after. All right, let me bring up your Liquipedia here. One second. Did I take a break? No, it's actually already open. So, Coach My Fanatic, speed gaming. Quincy That's Crew, Forward Gaming, Newbie, all as Coach, it has you. And then Fighting Pandas and Crazy. Wait, where's NP? NP... Just doesn't have it. Right here. Oh, yeah, so we're Animal Planet. Oh, yeah, and then I played, okay, uh, so I, played on, I played on Animal Planet with, like, Ritsu, Bryo, Kitrak, and Moon. Uh, mm. That was a fucking disaster. We kicked Kitrak, like, I was really mad at Kitrak, because, like, I don't know, because I have a shit mentality, but, like, we, we were kicking him, and then I want, we wanted to, like, give him a second chance, and Moon's like, no, we can't, and then we, like, got stanking, and then they hit each other with, like, one day of our boot camp, and then we just flubbed out, <laughs> that was basically that entire team. In one day. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was insane, actually. It was actually insane. Um, and then after that, I coached Fnatic, we qualified for TI together. Mm-hmm. I want to seem to coach to qualify for TI at least. We always lose, but I, mean, I think it's, it's like my, hard to my, win. my people skills. No, we always lose last, but uh, oh. <laughs> like my people skills, like as a coach, like I can develop ideas and I think I understand Dota relatively well, but like I, I, I've been working out lately, but like my think of how to construct a team dynamic mm. and mentality isn't good yet because it's not something I developed as a player at all. I watched a show called Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've heard oh, it. Oh, yeah, great show. Yeah, no, because yeah. that show made me think, like, that's that's how I want to be as a coach. Just like, a very positive influence. And, I mean, so I feel which like... fanatic was this? This Envy, Abba, DJ, oh, that Universe, one. and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, don't you think that. that, like, if 
like sure it's always good to try to improve yourself but maybe being coupled with a more life coach type thing as like a duo would make more sense yeah but a lot of teams don't have the resources for that true like I, I mean, what we're maybe, getting to that point because traditional sports obviously have yeah they have like shit. psychologists they have everything yeah like i don't i don't even know if it, how feasible it is in dota like only the rich teams can do that, right? Yeah, that's true. Only a few teams. So right we did that. We got second at like summer or something. Something blah, blah, blah. Our boot camp was weird for TI, of course, as always. That's and a given. I don't even know who we lost. On. Oh, we lost to the Zinkyo team, Serenity. We had a lineup. We were super confident. It had uh, added... We scrimmed VCJ Storm, the SVG Mojo team, um, before that with the same lineup. Same five heroes, except instead of TA mid, we had a Visage mid in our elimination game. Abbott was confident in those heroes. Envy, like, he, like, pigeonholed Abbott into a micro player mid, basically. So, like, TA, Visage, Meeple, stuff like that. We lost to them. It's very sad. I blocked that. Like, that's, those are the games I remember the least, because I just blocked all my memory. It was mm -hmm. very, very sad. Um, oh, wait, so Abbott was really good at Meeple. Yes. And was he... At TI6, was he playing for Execration? He was... The team... When you were on... Um, we played the wild cards. Yeah, I'm just trying to what, remember what, if that was your team the same player. He was on Execration with our... Yeah. And we they were, lost to you guys they, maybe Kyle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should definitely remember that a little bit more. He lost to us and beat Kyle. Yeah. This is good information. And it was Abed. <laughs> Use yes. this on panel. Yes, it was Abed. That's yes. right. I remember Kyle was too stubborn to ban the Meepo, and then he lost to the Meepo. <laughs> and we were like, we're not giving Abed Meepo, because he's yes. really fucking good at he's Meepo. He's really good at Meepo. Um, Fun fact, we have... I still think that is the only game at TI that a team got zero kills. Us against them. And we just stomped them? Yeah, we beat them 17-0, I think. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's good. Yep, that's my contribution. Time for some more uh, AY uh, history. Story time. Yeah. So after Fnatic, I talked to the Quincy guys that are now like at yeah. them. So I went to coach them. They kicked Snaking from Universe. In retrospect, a very bad idea. Not because Universe is a bad player, but um, basically that team ended up with Resolution, Yawar, and Universe cores, who are three cores that don't really talk very much mm, yeah. because resolution turned into like some sort of hyper carry 1v5 person he used to be a captain he captained empire he captained like these teams back in 2014 and when he played mid he would talk as well yes but he didn't like talk well, even in position one at ti he would talk back then. i mean he still talked but not like the cap like the the um the modern core mm. that would lead the game at some point and like we tried so much to improve that team we had like the backup forward they're a good org for the first part, right? And SVG, like, um, I think in Dota, like, this is, like, when, for me, it's, like, when I first really wanted to work on my human skills and, like, my team skills. It was mostly because of SVG. I think SVG is probably the smartest person I've worked with in Dota. Like, I've heard that from a few people. Yeah. yeah. Just, he, he's, like, how he thinks. Like, there's so many times, like, the team's just on the brink of disbanding. I'm the coach. I'm supposed to do this stuff. And SVG just reels us back in. Hmm. He would, like, just look at each player and say, like, I believe in you guys to do this. I know you guys can do it. Stuff like that. Mm. Like stuff that like you would think is basic, but it's not done in Dota. Um. Anyways, team breaks up. <laughs> uh. After the Dream Hack Major or whatever, uh, Universe leaves. SVG quits. Chinese retirement. We get Quinn and Kitrack with snaking to come in. With so why did you go with Kitrack again after the really bad experience you had last time? I mean, I. 
like we had a bad experience, but I think if we had stuck with him and uh, and gone to boot camp with each other, like we could have, okay, we could have worked on it. But it was just like I think in the Dota scene, like Moon and Envy are two people who jump to conclusions the fastest. Mm. They just and they they jump to a conclusion and they sell on it. It's not necessarily always. It's not like a bad thing, but it, you make mistakes. Yeah, you can you can have wrong judgment easily. Anyway, so Ketrak, like, I mean, mostly we got Ketrak because since he believed in him. Um, but that that team was really weird with Ketrak. He basically sat on his computer and talked to Bulba all day. He wasn't really part of the team. So eventually... Bulba always... <laughs> Bulba's a little shit. So we, I don't think we qualified for the Disneyland Major with that team. We lost to a bunch of people. And then um, that's the one where Gunner got kicked by Envy twice or something. Just chased him around teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's where his fucked up stuff started happening. That was not cool. Um, whatever happened? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we got Highlight Dive to come back in. Again? Yeah. yeah. A very, he's a very charismatic guy. Like, everyone likes him. He's yeah, easy to like, yeah. Yeah. But he's not like... I don't think he's like a poppy captain, you know? Oh, like he's easy to work with. He's like not a bad captain either. But again, like, he didn't have the... Killer SV- instinct. No, it's not a killer instinct. He he's a he didn't have the the SVG style captain mm-hmm. where like you bring your team's spirit and morale up. You mm-hmm. hold everything together as a captain. Right. And I think that's way like I think that's what Kroki does on Liquid. That's why I oh, saw Enigma when Armin stood in for Kroki, they look good as a team mm-hmm. because all the work that Kroki does is a lot of outside the game stuff, setting up his teammates for success, building the foundations, building systems where you can succeed even if you don't have Kuro. I mean, you still need him there after a certain point. They'll break down without him. But I think that's why, like, if you look at when Armin stands in for anyone else, the team looks way worse. Mm. Because of the systems that Kroki has set up, there's a reason why Miracle thinks he's the best captain. Because, like, he works with them. He's like, this is amazing. I've never had anything like this. I think it's something that No-Tail has done, too, at this point. I mean, Miracle works with No-Tail, but I think that it developed over time, right? Right. So he doesn't have that. So anyways, that team, we go to TI. We lose to Beast Coast. I think in scrims, that team was really good, actually, before TI. Like, top four good. We dumpstered, like, everyone in scrims. We had, like, a 70-something percent win rate. And OG are playing on bad conditions, apparently, but, like, we thought they were trash. Uh, we picked, like, a ton of, like, support Visage. And we were, like, I think we are like, 11-1 to 1 with support Visage. And we picked it once at TI. We lost with it, and we never picked it again. Mm. Which team was this? Newbie. Okay. Um, OG won that. We lost to OG in the upper bracket. Uh, they whispered us. Whisp bristle. And then oh, yeah, they did win. Yeah, oh, they don't stop I was laughing. And then we sure. played um <laughs> yeah, really funny. I, I funny. remember I laughed so hard in the cast because I remember Pilot I wrote okay GG in all chat. Yeah. I was like, that's so fucking that's like the funniest comment I've ever seen from a losing player. Just writing okay while you're getting fountain dough. Yeah. Oh man, I lost my shit. That was so funny. And then um after that, like I thought so there's a time where we were playing as Beast Coast, I think it was one one. And this one stands out to me because I think I failed as a coach here. Like, everyone was sort of down. Or maybe it was 1-0. I can't remember. I remember the old ones better because I was more happy then. But uh, I remember, like, I couldn't bring that the That is relatable. <laughs> like, like you needed, they needed someone to come in there and uh, just be like, like, it's okay, guys. You perform how you did in scrims. You got this. But it's just, I don't know what, the, what was wrong with me. Like, I didn't sleep well or something. Like, I couldn't, I just couldn't say the words. And I even knew I should say it. But, like, I didn't feel like I should coach them after that. Because mm. they still wanted me to stay on as coach when SVG came back. But, like, I was just like, I, I shouldn't do this. Like, I need to I need to go and learn more. 
because I, I really like the players on the team. Like they're my favorite humans in Dota. I think. The like current team. Team. Yeah, like I, I, I think Mojo, SVG, Yawar, and Quinn. Like they're four easily my favorite people in the scene. It's like not even close. I mean, there obviously there's some like I really like working with Artizi, for example. Mm. But like, like everyone on that team like made me think about who I am. Like not because they're doing anything, but just how they are, and like want to change a bit to be better. Mm. Um. So, anyways, I go back to playing with Envy. After that, <laughs> make a team with yeah, uh, go Moon, back with Envy, Brile, myself, and uh. Is this fighting pandas? Yeah, who was our all fight? Was it? It wasn't Kazu, right? No, it was uh. Oh, it's snaking. Um. So yeah, I think we sucked. We we're just bad at Dota. There's no hope. Going into the darkness. And then we snake it and we left. We got Skitter and Kezu. That team was a team I felt like a real captain on. I think how I worked with Kezu and Skitter. Like I still work with them now. Because we just enjoy working with each other. Like I watch replays with them and stuff. Mm. I watch a bunch of replays with Tanja. I watch individual replays with Kezu. Um, but eventually like. So what happened was Skitter had bad internet from his home. So he went to like rental a uh, apartment or something near university just to play Dota from, but like, apparently the conditions are super shit. He was eating like McDonald's every day or something. He just started playing like absolute garbage, and then um, McDonald's, huh? Like or just trash food, and like the wind, like apparently the window was open and it was super cold, so he couldn't play. He, and he's like not functional as a human oh. being, so he couldn't fix his shit. I mean, and then like he just started playing like absolute garbage. Like, he went from, like, a ranked top 20 player to, like, a ranked 300 carry. Mm. And at some point, Moon was just like, either we kick Skitter or I'm leaving. Like, we kick Skitter or you kick me because I, I don't want to play anymore. And, like, I was really unhappy. With, like, all of us were unhappy with him. But honestly, like, I, I wish I stood up at this point in that team. Because, like, we ended up kicking Skitter and ever since that, like, I, I stopped being the captain. And, like, Moon became, like, more of the captain. But, like, Moon's a really good player. But, like... My impact on that team was like, not, like I lost my will to play after that, I think. And like, we looked good at like the Bukovol Minor, like the we played Bukovol Minor. Actually, that was still with Envy. We like, and they left, and then I can't remember. I, I honestly, like, the recent events are harder for me to remember. Um, mm -hmm. And then eventually, like, I got, like, we played with, we kicked Skitter, we got HFN. I didn't, HFN's really good, but I didn't enjoy playing with him because it was like a language barrier, and he's playing on the super high ping. Mm -hmm. And, like, my mentality was, like, super shattered at this point. And, then, yeah, so, I think HFN left. I got kicked. Kezu left. And then they got, like, new players, and now they're undying. And I just, like, I went and jerked off for, like, six months. Is probably... that help? Yeah, I think... <laughs> it's good. Get it out of your system. My evolution as, like, a human was really good the past while. Like, I think... Jerking off will do that too. Yeah, I think how I think about things is better now. Yes, it's called post not clarity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so you've been casting recently now. Yeah, so at some paneling. point, I messaged God and said, I'm bored, can I cast? <laughs> yeah. I, I legit said, like, I don't want to replace anyone because, like, like, I don't care about the money, but I know people need to cast during Corona. Yeah. So at first, I wasn't being paid. But oh, retroactively, okay. they paid me because they're good yeah. people and they don't. Thanks for not taking my job, Curtis. Appreciate it. Yeah, I tried. I was like, I don't want to get into problems with Suns fans. <laughs> Imagine Suns fending Suns fans. Yeah, I just Suns fans. Impossible. Oh. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, and then basically, here we are, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
I think that's my entire history as a player. The AY lore. So you're going to play again after the major. I don't. I think I'm done playing. I, I you're don't, done playing. I don't like the team dynamic as a player. I feel like... Like, I don't know. My arms aren't that good, first of all. Like, that's part of the reason why I fell off on um the previous team and dying, like, crazy and stuff. I didn't talk about crazy at all, but... They're, they were a really good organ. They run on money because of coronavirus. Um, my arms get really bad, and then, like, it affects my play. I can't pub as much. I can't try as much. And then... Um, I just don't enjoy it, I guess. And, like, when you're in a team, like... The conflicts are just... They get so bad sometimes. Like, I, Very I, messy. It's super messy. Maybe it's also, like, the team... I, the people I played with a bit. But, like... Like, I, w I think I would enjoy playing casually. Like, just with a bunch of friends. You can play in these shitty NA Tier 2 qualifiers, you know? Yeah. And just have fun. Like, I think that would be something I would want to do. So how do you like casting? And paneling? I think casting is something that, like, aligns with my mindset of, like, I want to improve myself as a human a bit more. Mm. I think paneling... It's really short, and it feels really easy to find, like, any random thing to talk about. Yeah, so it's I, not as enjoying, I think. Yeah. But it's, it's not, like, bad to do. And our moments are fun. But it's a lot of waiting around and, like, not doing anything. And I don't feel like it, it challenges you in any real ways. Do you feel the same way, Sinu? Mm, I just think it's two different fields entirely, right? It also, de it also depends what your role is on a panel, right? And what kind of panel it is. Like, some panels where, like, let's say... It depends how many people are on it. It depends who the people are. And it depends what it is you're supposed to talk about, right? If it's literally just the draft, then, then yeah, then you're talking about pick by pick. But if it's, like, this, all this, like, mixed stuff with, like, team history, with cracking jokes, all this, like... Yeah. I think the thing that's most rewarding... No, it can be fun, right? For right. Sure. That's the thing that's most rewarding for me about panel versus casting is that I think on panels there are more... There's more natural banter. In panels there's something we do a lot in casting which i think is missing from casting we have both agreed forever that casting is too strict so yeah. like it's it's like the meta of casting is play-by-play -play, expert and people uh have like these set roles in the game and you talk about what's happening and then you talk about blah, blah blah which is what everybody got used to but i think a lot of the time it can be really nice to just sometimes just spice it up with a joke talk about something unrelated like just anything that makes it lively in my experience with watching stuff is that it's it's just on average, it's more fun to watch people that have fun. And it's easier to have fun if you're not like limited, right? So the, the less chained you are in a cast, the more you can be yourself. See, it's funny because I look at other scenes, and I've said this on a couple interviews before, where every game, every esport has their certain way of casting. Now, the mm -hmm. thing that's interesting about it is it's not always the same style as Dota. Like, they go to a different mm -hmm. game, it's a completely different style, but that is the style of the game. It feels like there's right. no variety. Right. So if you do something different, obviously some people are going to really like it because it's different, but then there's a lot of people like, that's just incorrect. I don't want this casting style for this serious game. But, I mean, what do you think, anyway? Because you've been casting with Slacks. Yeah, which... so I was wondering what Cinder was talking about because Slacks... <laughs> um... I think I had shell shock the first time I casted it. <laughs> like yeah, it makes was, sense. Like during our cast, he was just like yelling at Kaplos across the venue. He was shaking his legs so hard I couldn't control my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I actually didn't know what was happening. So that's what you mean with the challenges that you need to overcome. Yes. <laughs> During casting, it's actually not casting. No. It's the fact that it's fucking slacks. Yeah, but like with casting, because I'm very confident in my Dota knowledge. I'm very confident in how I can like build learning for the audience, like introduce concepts. But like, it doesn't really matter. Like, if you take someone like Cap who's AKMMR as an analyst compared to me, like I think everything you'll say will be very relevant and will t- teach everyone who's watching. Because, like, how many people are going to notice the difference between my analysis and Cap's analysis? Mm. Like, I think it's I think it's very small. So, like, yeah. the thing about casting is, like, I need to work on the other elements of it other than analysis more. And I think that's interesting to me right now. So, like, I, I honestly don't think people are good enough at Dota to understand most of what's said in a cast. Like, right. or to understand it in a way that's, like, a, like, understand it enough to, like, think about it critically. Mm. A lot of the things, like, the things that we think are interesting and like really like the small little facets yeah don't really apply to 95% of the players yeah. and i think the things don't happen in that way anyway and you can but that doesn't mean you can't appreciate it when you see the proteins yeah. do it right so you yeah. can like maybe it's like you go to a lecture about quantum physics and you're like wow this is super interesting and then you come home and you're like i didn't fucking get anything but it was yeah. really interesting in the moment no right? i think there's a balance That's, though right right but i think at some point during my cast in nadbc like I talk about the stuff I would find interesting only. Mm-hmm. And, like, the stuff I find interesting takes, like, 30 seconds to talk about. Mm. So, like, my balance is really out of whack. And it's, like, something I, I've actively had to try to work on. Um, well, I think you're a notch. I mean, again, when anytime you're getting into a new profession, if you want to call it that, it takes time to adapt to... I mean, everybody has their own style, right? Yeah. And the stuff that you bring to the table is already so unique. That yeah, as long as you yeah. can refine everything over time. You got shout out threads for casting slacks. That is exceptionally rare. That's true. When I, was... Anytime I cast with slacks, it's a hate thread. <laughs> <laughs> the complete. I mean, actually, I think slacks is a pretty good casting. You, you unlocked a rare. Uh, you got the rarest achievement. I think you had two or three threads on yeah. the front page of shout out to AUI and slacks for the great casting. Yeah. yeah. Slacks is usually stop fucking casting and go put on a clown suit. So. That's amazing. I wonder the last cast at the rest of the games. I think they might be a bit too serious for us. Uh, I hope not. I hope I not, too. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes people... for Okay, so there's this balance, right? I think sometimes people forget that it's entertainment, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's important that the pros have all the conditions that they need to play the game seriously and not get interrupted by clowning shit so they can perfect, like, be professional about their craft. But most of the people watching are there to have fun. Yeah. Like so, it's about you don't want to disrespect the team by just disregarding the fact that they're playing Dota at all. But at the same time, I also feel like it's good that it's not literally. This is only about literally everything in this game, and you can't make fun of anything. You have to be yeah. really careful because blah blah. blah. Are, you know, like they're it, so stuck up. Yeah, it, it's people are just set in their ways. It's I mean, fun when there's flavor. Like yeah. it. I'm not saying we should start like flaming the players or whatever, but I will like, flame the players. I mean, for you. you sure, good. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, just I think sometimes it's smart or just healthy to think about the fact that when you are, people watch for different reasons, but the majority of people that watch are watching it as a very casual thing, either because they're a fan of the teams or the game, and they want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why. There's like a subset of people, I think the way Sunspan and I cast, for example, and you and Slacks, you are going to get negative feedback from people because there are some people that only care about the Dota and nothing else. And you can't make them super happy at the same time you make the people that are there to have a, a, have a laugh happy. 
you can't mediate these two things. It's just yeah. not possible. So like at some point it's like if if a lot of people if it's like overwhelmingly positive and people feel like it's a breath of fresh air that compensates for the like the small hardcore group of people that just really only want the Dota, right? And that that's kind of something I had to realize because a while back I was I was I was very uh, I was very conscious about negative feedback because I I wasn't getting very much negative feedback at the time compared to like other casters, right? Because back then I'm talking like I don't know what say eight years ago or whatever. Yeah. Like there weren't very analytical casters, so the fact yeah, that I even had analytical caster, insight, yeah. right? People were like, "Holy shit, this guy!" Compared to what we were used to from back in Dota One or whatever, this was like a totally different thing. Like, wow, somebody who actually plays a high level and knows these things. So when I was getting some negative feedback, I didn't have very much experience with that. So I took it like very much to heart. And at some point I was just like, you know what? Like you can't make everyone happy at the same time. Mm -hmm. So if the overwhelming majority is enjoying what you're doing and you're mixing things up and you're trying something new and you're having fun, then, you know, that's good. It's, yes. Uh, I think the mentality I adopted was if you try to make everyone happy, you're making no one happy, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Because you can't cater to everyone at once. Mm -hmm. right. So I think that's why it's really good when tournaments have different stuff. I think that's why Slax is really successful because he does some... In the beginning, I think he was very, very polarized. Oh, yeah. Like, he, some people fucking hated it. So, like, where is my serious Dota? And a lot of people were like, man, where's this been for five years? Yeah. Why don't we have these clowny segments and these skits and shit? It's fucking funny. And I think over time, this has, like, grown on the community more. And I think you just accept that, okay, not everything is for you. So the thing that some people are looking for, they might not get all the time, and vice versa. So, so they go on Twitter and yell at you. Yeah. It's all about filtering that negative feedback. Okay, uh, let's let's move on to the animator, where we can talk about standings and whatnot. Sorry, this is very long. I think I talked a lot about about an hour. Um, shit. Our usual guest episodes are two hours. Okay, how we're long at an hour and thirty six minutes. Okay, so this is actually on par. Nice. Um, and I think one of ours was real long. I forget who that was, but okay. Uh, let me just set up the overlay to properly work here. Uh, Press button. And Ooh. actually, I can change this to be on this. <laughs> you should have had that from the start. Yeah, probably. Just have that there the whole time. Okay. So, okay, good. This Worthy. is really good production quality. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Yeah. I did it myself. Sponsored by Esports GG. All right, so let's, we can kind of go over the first two group stages, if you want to call it. They're just somewhat quickly, and then we can talk about the playoffs and our expectations and everything. Mm. So, Wildcard, Vici Gaming, and Team Nigma ended up coming out on top, so that means that they moved on to the group stage, which means Gambit, Execration, Secret, and IG have been eliminated. Was any surprises for you guys? Going in? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really know how to place the top four. I think the bottom two were expected. Uh, but for me, I think I, I personally picked, I think, Secret to go through over Enigma. But it was, it was really hard to know, right? I feel yeah, like a lot of the time you go to this... Yeah, a lot of the I mean, time you're going in with no information at all. Yeah. You're, you're basically just guessing. I I, I just had a hunch about Vici for some reason that they were going to be better than IG, and I can't tell you why. Because they beat them just the time. I mean, they seem to beat each other. They all beat. They all beat each other. But they have a stand. Yeah, I think he played fine. I don't think so. Changing your team dynamic is. I mean, sure. I mean, it's like it's the coach. Though. If, if you have to guess, it's going to be the team with the stand. Right. I suppose. All right, so that was the wild card, which uh, lasted a couple days, and now the last few days we've been casting and paneling the group stage. So bottom two were eliminated, which is Team Liquid and Beast Coast. 
And then teams that end up going to the lower bracket of the main bracket of the entire playoffs are Vici, EG, TNC, and Team Spirit, which we'll look at those brackets in a second. And then the top two end up going to the upper bracket, which is PSG, LGD, and Nigma. So thoughts on on this bracket here. Were you guys surprised? I mean, Liquid obviously, I guess, underperforming, if you want to call it that. A lot of people had yeah. higher expectations. I thought Spirit, I didn't know what to expect from them, but they, they looked pretty good. Despite, like, they were kind of off and on, but when they were good, they were really good. I actually think Spirit is my biggest positive surprise of the tournament. Not because they are in a great spot, right? They still got six. They barely, they barely scraped by. Mm. But considering, like, f I think four of their players is their first land. Uh, they have very inexperienced squad, and they took games off of Titans, right? And this, they got a lot of really good draws. Yeah. And the one, one of the two series that they lost was against Liquid, where they literally let they let them have Brood twice yeah, fourth it. And I think if they didn't do that, they could have won that series 2-0, or at least draw. And then they wouldn't even have had to take, play the tiebreaker that they ended up clinching out, which is also pretty tight. Who was 2-0 of them? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I think it was, it was Nygma. Was it Nygma? I think it was Nygma. Spirit got 2 0 by Vici and Nygma. Wait, no, that's no, no, that's Bisco. Sorry, it was Nigma. It was Nigma. Okay, yeah, I can't see their logo. Oh, I do. I thought the Beast Coast logo was a spirit, but uh, yeah, they did 2 0 by Nigma and Liquid. Nigma got second again, though, so yeah. they've been second in wildcard, second in round robin, so now they're gonna get second in the tournament, mm. get second everywhere. The tournament colors are Nigma's team colors, that is true. Okay. So this moves us on to, again, as of this recording, the playoffs have not started. Uh, these, this is the bracket. So obviously starting... I think it's starting, hard to see on screen now. But... Is it, I mean, people can zoom. Like, Maybe. I, I, I can go to the yeah, You can go those. to, that's true. So we have VP versus, let's just pick winners and everything. Okay, for this. sure. VP versus Nigma, Nygma Alliance. Wins. I right, think but... VP are going to win that. You think VP? Yeah. Okay. I'm I mean, just... Nigma are from the, the I mean they came from the wild cards and now yeah. they're upper bracket, so they're a pretty good storyline. The thing the thing that's really special about this tournament format that we have in the majors this year is that there's these teams that are here for like a week that don't play any games. Like you just Yeah. Know, there are six teams now that premiere after we have played games for a week. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? I think it's trash. Yeah, I'm not a fan either just because I think Do you think it's more of an advantage or disadvantage? Um, that's not really necessarily my problem with it. It's not whether they benefit from it or not. It's about whether it's fair for the tournament structure in its entirety, right? Like, what do you end up gaining, let's say, in your region? For example, let's take No Ping Esports versus... Or let's just take VP versus who was the... Uh, VP versus Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. They played... Because VP got the higher standing in the CIS region by one over uh, Spirit, they don't have to play an entire round robin with seven yeah. global teams and they start in the upper bracket because they beat one team in their own region only. Mm. In the mm. past, you would go into these major tournaments and either teams would be seeded or play like a big round robin or whatever so that the teams get matched up against each other. Because what might end up turning out here is that some of these teams that start in the upper bracket, many of them might just get destroyed by wildcard teams. Not. Like, that could easily happen. So you... So... You this both pick VP? Is that I, I picked Nygma, but I have literally oh, yeah. no clue how good VP are going to be. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I, like, we have no, no exactly. data, right? I, I talked to one of the players. They've been playing six games every day yeah. for a couple weeks. I think they're really the last, good. The last major, Epileptic Kid played zero games before they oh. had to compete because it was really sick. Okay. And I, I think 
I think that team might have been the best team in the last major. I actually if, picked them more. to win the tournament, didn't I? In our you might predictions. I, w- I had really high expectations from the last major as well. Yeah. They I, I, so it's kind of literally played zero games. It's kind so. of colored by that, like their inexperience and how badly they did last time. But if the conditions are really different this time, they might be. Super I, I think good. it's hard for that team to win the tournament because of the factors you mentioned, because mm-hmm. the inexperience, because a lot of. But they're really fucking good for sure. So, loser of that will play Vici Gaming. Oh my goodness. That's a pretty tough matchup for There's anybody. Strong gauntlet to start That's out with. Shit for Vici. Whoever you got. That's I think whoever true. loses will be Vici. You think so? Imagine Vici getting first in the wild card and then getting good results in the groups and then not even getting top. Right. <laughs> All right, so well, they only had to play thirty games to get zero points and zero dollars. That's, that's true. That's so, it's really fun to have that. Yeah, everybody's been oh, talking about how Alliance got the worst draw. It's Alliance versus LGD. I don't know how they actually drew. Do you guys know anything uh, about it's this? Based on it's a it's a combination. It's not even a draw. It's just flat out seeding. There was no randomness. It was oh. it was by your DPC points and then your difference in games in your DPC region. I think it was. I I think it's it, like it ended up sort of being weird. But that had been decided for a long time. It just wasn't told to the teams because mm. Valve has a rule that no one should get to know their opponent before... Like, everyone gets to know their opponent at the same time. Oh, I see. Like, I think it's been like that for most Valve tournaments. So, I, I don't think it's, like, unfair. It's just sort of unfortunate that... Mm. Yeah. Because, like, it's so hard to see these games off leagues. The thing that's the most unlucky in a way about this... I mean, it's both lucky and unlucky. It's, like, the way the regions end up getting stacked, right? Yeah. You have T1 against Aster... If T1 loses, they play another SEA team. Then yeah. there's one SEA team left. You have uh, Quincy versus No Pink, so that's the Americas. If the, yeah. Whatever team is them, they face EG, right? Yeah, yeah. So that like, does suck. What's cool about international events is that the regions cross-play, but, the, but unfortunately things just land in this this yeah. time around. Just the thing is, what I've heard is like even if you seed it based on other things, like... Um, I can't Pre- remember what it was. major placements. Yeah, it's it like would LG- have been the same. It would have been the same because LGD yeah. would be first, but they can't play against Nygma because they played yeah. it already. Yeah. So then you would still have VP versus Nygma or whatever. And then. So who would you guys pick between these two? LG. Alliance. Wait, LG. I don't know if we're allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. Because it's Alliance. Oh, shit. <laughs> we pick Alliance. Go Alliance. Hey, I, think I, think... I pick Alliance to lose that series really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's, Any reason? It's because LGD is like looking real good right now. They some are? things I've heard in scrims. Oh, okay. I, think, I don't think Alliance has been performing well. Okay. Well, Damn. nice inside information here. Uh, okay. Team Aster versus T1. Aster. I think everyone probably picks Aster here. Oh, T1's get really mad though. Oh, I forgot to mention. I, I Loser of Alliance really... LGD plays Team Spirit, which I assume we think. Well, if you're saying Alliance is underperforming, I, I want to see how Alliance look. I think Spirit yeah. can beat Alliance. Or LGD. Yeah, but I don't think Spirit can beat LGD. If actually. we're both expecting LGD to win, yeah. then we would say Alliance. I think I, I, think I want to see how good Alliance look. If the they don't is, look good, I think Spirit is Yeah, good. you know these, these controversies? They mess with your head as a player. Mm. Like, I think part of the reason why OG started performing so poorly was like the controversies. Like you're thinking about it instead of just thinking about the game. And like they baited themselves into it. But <laughs> uh, People not picking them to win? Drama? Is that what you're referring to? No, the OG ones. I'm using an example. But like, yeah, for Alliance, yeah, exactly. Like, and the coach and like, stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just, it's like, it's really annoying as a player to have like your org do something like that. That's yeah. not really related to you and stuff like that. Yeah, understandable. Okay. Yeah, I so, think Aster is the favorite. China's just been looking really strong. Aster's the team that came out number one from China. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're the best Chinese team in the tournament, though. That's what I want to see. Like, in my head, I can't imagine them being better at OGD. They could it's, be. I think they how OGD play is insane. 
So if they're better than LGD, I just think Astro's going to win the tournament. Yeah. I think if Astro look on the same level as the Chinese teams, I'm very confident two out of top three will be China at that point. Like, the, the teams that seem most likely to upset it now would be VP. If they are really good, then they could take a top three spot. I think, uh, based on what we've seen, Nigma could take a top three spot. Mm. And then the rest, I just don't Quincy know. Quincy Mojo is going to win the tournament? Quincy. Quincy's going to be awesome to watch. I'm so gonna, I'm excited to watch them. They play no ping, which I haven't gotten... I mean, obviously, they had some, I guess you could call it controversy with the mm -hmm. whole anxiety GGing out, but they right. ended up being upper bracket anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how strong they are at all. I, don't I think know Quincy are the favorites. Yeah, Qu I mean, Quincy, again, I mean, AUI and I are kind of biased in this, but mm -hmm. obviously he coached them at one point. I've cast a lot of them. They look really good. I feel like that's the, I don't know, the best way I can explain the way I feel about the team is this unrealized potential, right? I think they're so potentially really good, but on the big stage, they haven't got that, like, top three, you know? So, Quincy Crew? Yeah. I just, I, I really, think have... when they play their best, they look like well, a team top, that can is win. Is it the only land they've been to? I mean, MSS wasn't at the first one. Yeah, meeting, but also, then... like, the t the teams they had before that with similar players, right? Like, at, at TI, yeah. what was it? They were the... Making Pilot Eye? Yeah, what was the team called? Newbie? No. Last, last TI, who did SVG play with? What was that team called? That's VGJ didn't play TM. Oh, VGJ Storm? Yes, VGJ Storm also. Jeremy Lin's team. Oh, is that TI8 actually? That's TI8. Okay. But that as well, they looked like, okay, when they play their best, they can beat literally anyone. They were like, it was interesting to watch because it was like, there's like moments of the game where like, okay, these guys are going to crush and then randomly just drop the ball out of nowhere in certain situations. Just maybe lack of experience or So you both have picked, I mean. But I still think they're AUI, you're actually picking Quincy to win? I think Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get to that after this. So, loser of this plays EG. I, Let's see the bracket. I feel like all of us are going to pick EG in this scenario if it's no pain. Uh, EG have actually looked really shady. They have been a bit weird. Yeah, but it is EG. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you probably still win like, legit tilted on games. Do you think that... I mean, there's this whole narrative. They've already qualified for TI. Mm -hmm. Does that actually affect you mentally? I really think it shouldn't. But maybe it does. I mean, the thing is, these players, they've, they've had worse results than they should have at TI. All of them. Mm. like the quality of players on that team and a lot of it in a lot of teams in our past has been like ti burnout where you're just like boot camp is too long you go full force for every tournament i think there's a reason like even in sports right like people go way more ham in the playoffs in regular season right mm. like even at the end of seasons like you'll bench your best players just to reserve energy and stuff yeah i but think this there's year some merit to pretty, yeah this year has been so slow though, they're right? also super superstitious i'm pretty sure they think winning the major before ti is bad luck so that could be right. I so but also taking time off aka like the secret strat the original secret I mean I don't think anyone will ever do that again yeah. that was so that's fucking one dumb. end of the extreme for sure but my my main thing here was that like I I definitely believe like you can burn out or you could play too much but I don't think that should be a problem this year like there hasn't been enough events because of COVID you haven't had this like non-stop travel that some of the teams had as a problem in the past right eg being one of them like last year before COVID, EG was going to so many international yeah. lands in a row. No, I, I think you're but. correct. But the feeling of burnout isn't necessarily rational and logical. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if, like, somewhere in your subconscious is just, like, I think it's better to have a small break before TI not go all the way out. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't want to believe that, like, maybe it, sometimes it'll just end up being the best thing for you. Right, but I meant for this tournament specifically you were saying that yeah. eg has been not training so much for this tournament because they're worried about burnout for ti or it's just they're not 
I don't think they're treating it like they like I think they worked way harder for the Singapore major. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think they'll work way harder for TI. It's not like they're not working. It's not like they're not wanting to win right. and perform, but like they're not gonna go as ham. Okay. And I think I think that's just human. Mm -hmm. Like you, sure. you can't play hundred percent always. All right, let's get uh I guess the last thing we can talk about is just predictions overall. Do you have an underdog, like a wild card type thing, a dark horse, and then top three? Dark horse, Quincy and VP. What wait? How is Quincy a dark horse? Well, no one really thinks... No one is going to... No one... Like, they don't have the results of backup of uh, Deep Run. If people had to put their money on it, very few people would put Quincy top three. That's because so they're nobody a dark, knows about They're it. a dark horse for me. Okay. Because of it. All right. Fair enough. And VP are a dark horse for me because they bombed out so hard last major that expectations are lower. But I okay. do think they are... They got top eight, right? Uh, no. They got seven, eight. Did they? Yeah. Did they just barely scrape by top eight? They lost to um, Thunder Predator, and Thunder Predator got five, six. All right. Uh, I think... But that was a bomb up for Dom with the expectations. Right. Yeah. I think I hadn't placed top three of that for sure. Yeah, I did too. So I think VP, Quincy, and uh, Nygma for me realistically are the only three Western teams that I think have a good shot at top three. I don't think the other... Or rather non-Chinese even. I think those are the three non-Chinese teams that have the best chance. Mm. You don't think EG can make a run? The top three? I don't think they're going to do it. Not based on what I've seen so far. Like I, I don't feel like we have any reason to be confident, right? The groups yeah. did not look pretty. Usually the so what's the your end top three then? My top three. Two of them are Chinese, obviously. Yeah, two are Chinese, and the third one is Nigma. Really? But I don't know what the other. I don't know what the two Chinese teams are because I haven't seen Aster. That's that's why it's Just, so hard. To right, this it. is where you pick them. Okay, so I'll take Aster and LGD. LG. Okay. Yeah. Aster, LGD, and Nigma. Curtis, what do you got? Dark Horse, and then top three. Like for a serious prediction. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, there's just so little data, right? Like, well, we that's what makes it fun. Teams. Shannon loves uh, that. Shannon loves guessing. I think I think LGD, how they play Dota, is very good. So they should get top three. Okay. I think VP should get top three at this tournament. Okay. And, like... Like, I didn't watch any Astro games here. <laughs> I watched, like, two games or something. I mean, it's okay I to go like, off the strength I, of the actually, alone, right? I watch like a, I watch like four XSS teams actually, but that's an XXS team. They're actually really good too. I want to say Quincy Crew, but like it's probably Aston. Okay, so you still have two Chinese. I think teams. Quincy Crew is good. That like they have the most potential to make the upset. Right. So okay. Quincy Dark Horse as well. Yeah, I, and then I think so. Your top three was Aster, LGD, and VP. So it's the same as me, so. but with vp instead of Nigma. yeah i mean Nigma. they might be just like it, whoever wins between vp and Nigma. i think that's far like, if vp wins versus Nigma, i think you would say they're gonna get top three too right most likely or i'm not, not sure i'm not sure actually i think even if vp win that series Nigma might still have a better chance because i want to see vp play the chinese teams Nigma have already proven they can do that yeah they, went they well have well a lot more experience playing cross region okay and but i will say yeah. i know vp they swim primarily Chinese, I think they scrimmed a lot of China at this event. Okay. And they scrimmed a lot of EU teams. Like, what's interesting, they scrimmed all the EU teams a lot, including Nigma, because Eastern Europe can scrim Western Europe as top scrim partners during DPC. Mm -hmm. So, like, they, like, Nigma and Virgil's Pro, they know each other really well, which is why I think that game's, like, going to be suit. That matchup, I think, is the best matchup in the first round for sure. All right. I'm going top three in no particular order VP, LGD, Quincy Crew. Dark Horse is TNC. Okay. TNC, I, 
They haven't been okay, as awesome. consistent, but they have looked. Awesome. When they win, they yeah, I want Chris really and Crew to win. That'll be yeah. You're rooting for. Cool. That'll be pretty amazing. Yeah, I just want them to get a really high placement. Uh, whatever it is, I just think it would be great to finally see that potential realized. Right. Yeah. It always feels like they have it in them, but something goes wrong. So. All right. This should be the time. Uh, I believe we have come to our final segment. Oh, ladies look and at gentlemen. us. Two hours. We're there. There we go. We get the two cans. Very important that you see the same thing twice. Uh, now, this is the trivia portion. Don't look at my phone. Okay. Trivia portion. <laughs> and of course, Cinderin and Cardiff, aka AUI2000, they both sent me questions for themselves. And of course, they both sent them on two different platforms, one on WhatsApp and one on Discord. So this is going to be really annoying for me to put together here. So I have to go back and forth in these garbage freaking things. They probably came up. I haven't actually read them yet. He uh, made us send him stuff. He doesn't read it. Yeah, I didn't have. He time. marked them as red. Who I has... had to put all this production value into this. It's or... really good, by the way. You were playing That's Dota with it. It might be double the production value you needed. Thank you. That's actually true. This is all for esports.gg. Great sponsor. Okay, so uh, this is for Cinder. This is an AUI trivia question. The first book I learned. Okay, this is in his voice. I don't. I don't. What? Is this a trivia? Okay, whatever. I mean, you sent it. I, asked I didn't you. know what they were right. for. You just sent me you said three <laughs> interesting facts about yourself. I, was like, uh, I said three mean? trivia questions I need for you. And it took him literally five hours to get them. And he had to consult several people among the talent. And this is what he came I up with. I didn't know it was trivia. And I, I have yet to. Misheard. I literally I only said like the word fun trivia. Facts. There's literally no. There's well, no when way I'm I talking to Fever so in if, front of you, I said fun facts. If this is, I mean, trivia is fun facts. Okay, whatever. If I read this, does it it's give impossible. the answer? Yes. Okay, so you read it in a way that will give the, like, an air of mystery. So that Usually there's, like, multiple choice. Yeah, this is like want... an anecdote. All right, just make it out of your ass, then. I don't care. Do or think... just, if you want to replace it with your favorite color, we can do that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Okay, I like this anecdote, though. I want to read it. Uh, go ahead. No, because, so the first book I learned to read as a kid, uh, I just memorized all the words from making my sister read it to me. So I couldn't actually read the book. And I just memorized it and recited to my parents so they thought I could read it, but I couldn't. <laughs> oh, like, that's impressive, actually. Or something. So I'm pretty convinced I can't read now. I've just memorized <laughs> how much the words look. And, okay. Uh, okay. I don't know. What, what's, the first, what's the first book I actually read? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, how? I didn't... Okay. Um, you take a Give a multiple choice, then. Just make up three books. Yeah. I don't know three kids' books. Uh, okay, where's the name of the book right, in there's here? There's a StarCraft strategy guide. There's a Pokemon, like, adventure book. And what's another book? It's clearly not the third one. So this one... <laughs> Definitely not. Alright, I got a 50-50. Yeah. Why would your parents want to put in them if you can read the StarCraft strategy book? Why would they want me to read the Pokemon book? That feels like, like something you would buy for your kids. So, what's your answer? Poke so... Pokemon book. Correct! Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Very. yeah, my parents. My parents are very worried. They thought I couldn't read. I still can't. But uh, yeah, my first. Be... It was like a. It was like a fourth grade reading level, and they thought I couldn't read or something. How cool was... would your parents be though if they quizzed you in the StarCraft strategy book? That That's been like amazing. the second book. Like I memorized. I still remember the stats of every unit in Brood War, because like I it was like, I don't know if I was poor as a kid or something. I never felt poor, but like we didn't have like cable or TV or anything. I never was allowed to watch TV. But I had like the Prima Brood War guide, and I literally memorized the entire thing. I, I still know how to do all the missions. I still know how to do all the units. Like, all right. Question for Kurt. Don't look. 
Okay. This is the Cinderin trivia for you. Curtis. This is probably better. Probably what is Cinderin's worst win rate hero over 25 games? And I'll give you multiple. In competitive or in pubs? Oh, in pubs. Okay. Is it Phantom Lancer? Is it Terror Blade? Or is it Fudge? I think it's Phantom Lancer. Correct. Very, very good. Can you bet what my win rate is? 30%. That's close. It's 33. I think. I was actually going to say 32%. Damn. Good guess. All right. Complete guess. This, <laughs> the second trivia question for AUI for Cinderin. See, these would way better if yeah, I knew this. So I was, was gonna, like, already win rate. The moment Shannon starts what, reading, what I could just This was already me. answered in the lore face, it's not section. A question. Well, testing his memory. What is his okay. first video game that he made money? Wait, first video game I made money in. What was it? Starcraft Brood War. No. Incorrect. Was that not the one? Shit. It is Starcraft Two. Oh, it was in Starcraft Two. He didn't make money in the first. Because he played. No. Yeah. I didn't compete in Brood War. Oh. Okay, that ended up being a good one. Now that I That's you know, read it yeah. correctly, yeah. I would have definitely not. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was sin? Oh, what is your first nickname, as in like the in-game nickname? Yeah, the first okay. nickname I ever had. Okay, so I'll give you multiple choice. Is it Blaze, Scorch, Panda? Scorch? Very good. I don't know where the Panda one came from. I don't know. I couldn't think it of is one. from a Lego Racers game I played. One of the oh. first games. That I, you, so with one of these like modeling sets came a CD. You could install that. And then there was a racing oh. game. There were three different cars, and one of them was called Scorch. I was like, this is cool. The only reason I switched away from that nickname was that when I got a little older, I thought it was lame that my inspiration for my nickname was a Lego Racers game. It's a really good nickname. I should have never changed it. Scorch and Sunspin. Scorch was a good You're, nickname. You pre-thought these options, but they suck. Because I guessed it based <laughs> on the fact that I didn't think it would be A again, and Panda was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're just great at process Panda could definitely be the first I mean, nickname I was, of someone. I didn't you guys would be evil masterminds who I didn't want to go with Panda. And, like, Porcupine. If I, <laughs> if I had paused, then he would have known it wasn't the answer as well. Okay. And the first thing in my head was Panda, and I don't know why. Okay, uh, Cinderin. So you're making it... Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm making it on the spot. That's oh, that's so he's up two to one. Sure. Someone's keeping score. Yeah. Uh, Cinderin, AUI dropped out of a specific... Uh, I, I guess it's the major at university with one year left, and he's really missing all the big bucks. He actually answered this in the AOI lore session that we had earlier today. I did. What was the major? Did you? I don't think I did. I don't think you no, talked he, about this. No, he definitely said it once. On this like, podcast? Yes. I said I was taking a full course load. I don't think I said... I don't think I, I said did. which one it was. Check the VODs, boys. Do you want me to give you multiple choice? I mean... No, you can't give him multiple yeah, choice. I feel like... It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. There's only like... Computer science? Hmm? Computer science. Incorrect. The correct answer is sociology. Sociology. Big bucks. That's right. Very big bucks. Very big bucks. So it was a trick question. Well, how he phrased it. I didn't know there were trivia questions because he didn't explain the show. Yeah, I, I definitely explained You can't count this remember, as a loss. Remember they were talking about that <laughs> certain mindset to have? What's the option three of that book you were reading? Because that is what happened when I told you to come up with trivia questions. It's probably one where like someone's talking and you just like, ignore them. <laughs> Exactly. Sometimes just throwing words. He's never read a trivia before because he can't read. He didn't know what the conditions were. Thank you. How many more pub games rounded up does Cinderin have on Clockwork than any other hero? So 
I'm assuming that's your most played hero. Yeah. yeah. So Clockwork is my most played hero. How many more games do I have on that than my next? Round, round it up to what? Like hundred? Near, nearest ten. Nearest ten? Yeah. yeah. I feel like sure. that's hard. I'm not going to give you multiple choice. Okay. I, mean, I already won, so it doesn't All right, so multiple choice will be 150, 200, 250. Jesus. I want to say 150. 250. 250. What is wrong with you? That is pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty hardcore, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's a great hero. It's very fun. <laughs> I really like Clockwork, too. You point five? Uh, sometimes. Most okay. of the time. I really like Clockwork, as well. Right, cool. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Anything you want to say? No. What are you doing in the future? Obviously, you're casting. And I don't know what I'm here. doing in the future. That's exciting. Keeping your options open. That is exciting. Yeah. Great to hear. Where can people oh. follow you? I will eat a chocolate People turtles, already know where they can people. follow that, me. That's only one because you're social media. media. I don't only check one. anything else. So you only use Twitter? I don't even use Twitter. Mm. Okay. So well, really, I, Sometimes I stream. Okay. Same name. AUI underscore 2000. Yeah, and I actually have a YouTube, but I don't know what the channel's name's called. <laughs> well, you guys can probably find it because, uh, well, you have better luck than AUI. I have a blog on Liquidota, too. Yes, you actually make great blog posts on there every now I think, then. yeah. I'm surprised anybody uses that, actually, still. I miss it, actually. I think yeah, I it. think those forums are much better for discussion than Reddit is. I hate I hate Reddit one. since it like became such a big community in Dota. Like at the start of Reddit, it was really cool. Like I would post there and talk to people, but now it's just yeah, now it's flooded. It's actually so insane. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I popped this in my mouth because now I can't talk. But mm. thank you for watching. Thank e-sports. you for listening. Yep. Thank you to esports.gg for sponsoring this episode. Thank you to Curtis for giving us insight on his life and. Apparently, where his social medias are that he even he can't a, remember. A lot of really they're all AUI two thousand. They're Good. all AUI two thousand. Yes. Great. Does anyone watch this? Not really. I yeah. learned so much pro Dota lore that I had no idea about from this. Yeah. About no, I agree. Teams. Yeah, like, it was fascinating. There are so many stories I've never so heard. There's so many stories I'm not supposed to say. You said some of them, I feel like, but yeah. That I'm not supposed to say. No. Which I... one was I not supposed to say? No. Well, until until next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Later, guys. Thanks for watching. But thanks for listening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is really good production quality.